0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. Uh, Before we actually get into the show, I just wanna say like, you know, bad things happen all the time to celebrities and it sucks when we lose people too early. Uh, Andre Brower, we talked about him the other day, how he passed away, we found out that he actually passed away from lung cancer. He had been diagnosed just a couple months before terminal and they thought, hey, he's gonna be gone. So it's really sad. So it just sucks when that happens because what do you do? Sixty? Are he sixty-one years old? Lung cancer? Nothing to do. With terminal? You're done. It's sad. Just like the same thing with Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry actually came out today too. That Matthew Perry, you know, we know he just died not too long ago, fifty-four years old. But apparently he had high levels of ketamine found in his system. Now he was going through ketamine treatments right now uh, before he passed away. But what the physician said, it was like a week and a half since he had his last treatment. The amount of ketamine he actually had in his system, it should not have been how much there was there. Then like they said normally these treatments are between a thousand and 6 thousand um uh, uh, I, I don't know what the actual term is it's like uh, nanograms it's nanograms but he had 3271 nanograms in his system and after that week and can half shouldn been close to that so it's really sad to see this it sucks so bad that we're losing these people at this time and um it sucks but RIP both and uh we lost two legends again and um it just it just sucks but anyways I'm gonna take the peppy here before we go live so peppy Take it away.
1: Yo player,
2: if you enjoyed this video, please like and subscribe and hit the bell to be notified when we are live. And if you are able to join our Patreon, please join. Because the pep star needs more snickety snacks.
3: Because I'm hungry.
2: Holler back. Love y'all.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Friday, December 15th, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back everybody, happy Friday. It is not hump day, it is Friday. It was the best day of the week for most people because it's a weekend. We're having a good time, we're gonna get out there, enjoy some time with your family, your friends, and everybody up there, your grandparents, your grandmas, your grandpas, all those chinchillas. Have a good time, enjoy your weekend because it is Friday and I'm happy you're joining us here on Cruise Control and we're gonna have some good time talking about the news. There's a lot of shit happening. Always a lot of shit happening. And joining me back is my very fantastic co-host, everybody. You know him. You love him. He is our resident intellectual himself, Mr. Mike Casey. Mike, welcome back to Cruise Control. How you doing, man?
3: Holy shit. Sorry, guys. I'm, try- I'm trying to be an adequate co-host, but uh, I am failing, failing hard on getting comments up here. You got this. I'm going to try. Got this. I'm going to try to do better. Uh, thanks for having me back, Brian. I, you know, as always, it's a privilege and it's a privilege to be here with our guests this evening. Let me start up top with a very short PSA, which is obviously we miss uh, Andre Brower. Um, we miss Matthew Perry, but guys, uh, you know, Ketamine can be a a breakthrough therapy for people with trauma, for people with PTSD, for veterans. Don't do it in a hot tub, guys. I know it feels good. It probably feels great being on ketamine with those jets just kind of buzzing you, bubbling you. That's not the way to do it, okay? Uh, So that's a little safety PSI. Thanks for having me here today, Brian. Yeah, thanks for being here, Mike. And I, I agree. It's, it's it's just a sad
0: thing you hear. And the doctor actually came forward, and he was pretty much being like the high levels of ketamine found in the post-mortem blood specimens. Uh, the main lethal effects would be both cardiovascular overstimulation and respiratory depression. And so, like heart attack involved with the ketamine. I mean, the breathing. It's it's a lot that went down. So it just it just sucks. What's up? What's up, Cale Shaver? What to Holy the yeah. Holy cow, Cale. Uh, thanks for joining yeah, us. Hi, thanks dude. for joining us. But yeah, it, it, Mike, it just, it just blows my mind, and it sucks we lost someone like that. And honestly, you got to be careful with these kind of drugs. They are contained substances for a reason. They do help a lot of people. And I'm, I'm sorry to see we lost Matthew Perry over this. What's up, Queen? Good to see you. Uh, thank you for being here, Mike. Appreciate you, as always, as my co-host. And you're still lovely, okay? You're still lovely. Always lovely. <laughs> also joining us back on cruise control buddy one of my friends and yours i met him on set years ago he has moved on to his own TikTok show at three g's check him out he's awesome inspirational and my friend of the hour mr ronald todd woodward Ronald, Mike my cruise hey, control hey, how are you doing ron
2: happy hey Friday. brian how are you <laughs> good, you're good how you been i'm good i'm good thank you for uh mentioning that thing about ketamine uh mike it's good to uh know that side of it but it is helpful and um people can gain things from it i did yeah, it can
0: help. It can help people all the time, Ron. That's the thing. It helps people,
2: but then yeah. other people,
0: of course, anything out there, it can be abused. And maybe of you course. just you just mess up one time, and one time is all it takes for any kind of substance, you know? That, happens yeah. with alcohol, happens with, you know, it doesn't happen with marijuana, that, but it you know, happens with a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but you just got to be here. What's up, RacerX? Good to see you. You got to be very careful. And it's sad. We lost a great again. And I'm happy to have you, though, back, Ron. It's good to see you, man. Thank happy you. Friday. We'll back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Become regular on a Friday. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. I love it. <laughs> also joining us back though here on Cruise Control. It's been a little while. I've missed her so much. Everybody, you gotta, you gotta love it. Give a shout out to the girl who is honestly great commentator, great podcaster, artist. You should see her art. It's fantastic. One of my best friends out there. Everybody, welcome back, Lexi Koval. How you doing, Lexi? Welcome back to Cruise Control.
1: Hi, I'm back. Damn right, you're back. Estrogen? How you been? Well, I had to bring the estrogen and don't worry, I have enough injections in the bathroom for everyone. So.
4: <laughs> oh, Thank you. And I, I made life?
1: a drink for tonight. I called it the Eclipse because it's green and it's Midori and sake with NOS energy. Do you get it? The what? Eclipse. Fast ah. and the Furious, right? Ah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love a that franchise. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: there you go.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Well, it sounds good. You, it you is got Friday, everybody. You got it blow well, your manifolds, right?
1: <laughs> you, you got one of those <laughs> other fancy I did. cruise I got, glasses. I got a jelly. cruise control glass. Because I'm better than <laughs> you, Mike.
3: Mike got a cruise control. I, I, I never Where's your mug, Mike? Where's that. your mug, Mike? I have. I got not. my. I got my mug. It's not. Oh, it's not a fancy. He's got a mug. Fancy oh, well, rod beverage.
0: Well, when Ron's you ride glass you'll get your own glass too, right? <laughs> well, shit. Uh, with that note, I'm sending over to the Pep Star himself, Peppy. How you doing, man? What's going on? Welcome back to Cruise Control, man. Good to see ya.
2: Hello. I'm happy to see all my people back in the chat.
0: Hello, Lexi. Hey, Ron, welcome to the show. Oh, someone's a Supermodel. Nice haircut. Oh, oh, you know, you know, some haircuts around the table here, Ron. Ron got hey, a haircut. Yeah. It's one of those days. Uh, it, you know, we all have to have a drink, I think, because it is Friday. <laughs> Let's all have a drink. Let's have a good time. Happy to have everybody here. Ooh. Mm. We're 875 subscribers. Numbers keep going up. It's so exciting. I, we can I, do I, it. I can't say much. We can honest. do we it. Keep going. We'll reach that thousand. We can hit a, a thousand. We can hit a thousand by 2024. It can be done. I believe. I believe it. Not, yeah. we can. We can <laughs> do it, Mike. And you know what that would be if we actually reached a thousand by the end of the year? What would it be, Mike? <laughs>
2: that would be great. We could do it. It would
0: be some breaking news. <laughs> The very first thing I want to dive right into is... Well, this just came out before it came live, too. MindBallic actually was... Well, she's gone from Jeopardy! So, if you love seeing her on Jeopardy, she is gone now. Ken Jennings has been taking over for season 40. She stepped down season 39 because of all the strikes going down. So, she stepped away. She said, I can't do this, I'm supporting my union. And now the word came that she will not be back for any more Jeopardy! And it sucks if you're a fan of hers because honestly, I thought she was pretty good, but then again, they've been trying to figure out this whole Jeopardy thing for a long time. Again, it's hard to replace someone's been there for so long, but that's 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 Hollywood, that's how it goes, and hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, they don't regret letting her go. Because again, because of all of the strikes, everything happening, LA now is trying to expedite. Film production back here because honestly, we got to get people back to work. It has to happen. So the board came forward and they're like, the council, they said, okay, unanimously, they said 14 to 0, they said, okay, let's start pushing everything forward. All the permits, which is a big thing, takes a long time to get permits here in Los Angeles. So they're pushing those forward, making them happen fast so people can get back to work and get productions back moving because they need to happen right now. And the time for those to go down, usually it's usually weeks, but you're going to be days now because they're telling everybody it's full steam ahead, get back to work, let's bring things going. And honestly, I'm excited about it, but not all productions will come back because p diddy sean combs himself his production at hulu has been shut down now it doesn't surprise me at all because again we've been talking about pd we've been talking about puff daddy whatever you want to call him sean combs and all the allegations going forward for him because that's a lot it's like three or four sexual assault allegations and he's fighting and of course they're allegations we they have no idea but hulu was pushing a show forward about his life his family and james corden's actual production company was behind the whole thing in those early stages he wasn't done but it's cancelled. They're like, We're not gonna have it happen. Too many allegations. And they said we just we just can't have that on our network. I'm sorry, that's how it goes sometimes. It's unfortunate if he is cleared, but there's a lot of damning evidence, so I'm not really sure if he is. Just like Marilyn Manson right there is also being charged for sexual assault. And this too is one of those things that Marilyn Manson I my my mic laughs. But Marilyn it's not Manson's, funny, but no, like was, I mean it's
3: it like Da, obviously. Like it was about it was about Kale's comment. <laughs> Diddy's like your you know, he's he's a high school he staple.
0: We used well to diddy jam diddled our childhood, him. didn't he? He did a That's horrible, Lexi. Not but Marilyn Manson also from our childhood, if you were grew up in, you know, in the '90s. But Marilyn Manson's assistant came forward, and now this is a little interesting to me because she is saying that she blacked out this whole situation that went down. She said she blacked it all out, and now in 2020 she came forward. It's like it all kind of came to her, and she remembered the whole thing. But she claims that he put her hand, his hand, down her pants. He whipped her. He threw dishes at her. He forced her up against the wall broke doors, chased after her, charged her and forced her to stay awake for 48 hours straight, and then one time required her to stand on a chair for 12 hours? I don't know. But that all went down. Now, apparently she went through the whole litigation problem and it was thrown out. It was all thrown out. But then she went to an appeals court and the appeals court said there is validation to these causes. They are allowing it to move forward over this delayed discovery. And they're going to let her charges move forward against Marilyn Manson. Now, the case, this went down, you know, May 20, uh, May of 2022, uh, it failed. And I, I hope I hope that if this is real, that we will get some kind of justification for everything and she will get some validation and she will get Marilyn Manson. I mean, I mean, shut him down. It's, it sounds insane. I can't imagine that would happen because it doesn't sound like that was a platonic relationship. But platonic is renewed over at Apple TV Plus. Everybody, that's right. If you liked the first season, Seth Rogen's coming back, and you know, honestly, it was all right. Rose Bryan, is, uh, she's fucking great. She's awesome. She's she's awesome. He's great. It was a good combination. But overall, like this show, if you watched it, it ended. Like I don't think I need a second season. But again, for Apple TV Plus it's one of their best performing comedies. So like, why would you not pick that up? Big names, big numbers, make it happen. So you're gonna get a second season of Platonic and I'm, I'm i'm okay i'll check it out i still think we need it but you know what is a platonic relationship it is ryan Reynolds and sean levy and they're moving forward with a new production for netflix and there was a big bidding war for this whole production it was crazy like there was like seven or eight production uh, production companies and networks fighting for it and it went to netflix they won and then ryan Reynolds will sign on for it. it's a heist movie they're still not giving much details and then sean levy is coming on board of course he's directing the new deadpool 3 they've been working on a bunch of projects they did uh They've been on a bunch of projects that a free guy that did before that, and so now they're gonna have their duo continue this platonic relationship to make this new movie come forward. And it's in the spirit of Ocean's Eleven. They're saying it's also set in an international area. Not much details beyond that. There's a big battle that's been happening for the past week in Hollywood. People want to see more Ryan Reynolds on the screen. He's got a bunch of productions happening. It's crazy, but good for him making it happen. That's platonic. Uh, they saw, they have a good relationship, I think, but somebody doesn't seem to have a good relationship, everybody, is Jonathan Majors and Grace Jabari because the trial is still happening. The jurors did not decide today. We're gonna hopefully find out Monday what's gonna happen with Kang the Conqueror. And uh, I mean we was talking to the show about this last week. I think we the text messages are damning. The running away thing is weird. It is weird. She says that she chased him for five blocks because she was like, My whole relationship is done and I flipped out. I just wanted to find out what the hell just happened after the whole well she says the allegations that she got beat up in the car he's saying he didn't do it he says she says six jurors they have to decide and we'll find out on Monday hopefully if you know he's going to go away for a, a year maybe I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen but he was charged with third degree intentional assault third degree reckless assault third degree ag- aggravated harassment and second degree harassment and I don't think he'll get all, I think he will get some of them and Kang the Conqueror we're going to find out if he'll be back doing it because legalities can screw your whole career up. Or they can actually make you happy, like Prince Harry. who this one, $180,000 in his court ruling against the mirror. Because the mirror group, he said before, they hacked his phone. They hacked my phone, they took my private information, they trailed me, they found out what I was doing, they took pictures of me, they couldn't have found out by me unless they actually hacked my phone. And now a jury or judge came forward and said, yes, they did hack your phone pierce morgan knew about it they said too during this whole trial and he's denying it of course he was working for the mayor during that time which was between 2006 and 2011 when this went down so if it's real like maybe there'll be some ramifications for him it probably won't he's saying that harry's trying to burn the whole you know the whole uh honor or, or hierarchy or the whole um oligarch what's, what's the word mike the whole um the whole the whole freaking the whole family. He's trying to burn the whole family down, I guess. I've been drinking. Really <laughs> coffee, everybody. Blue, blue, plutarchy? Oligarchy? Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Plutarchy, Mike. Up. He's going he's gonna to try to <laughs> burn the whole production down, try to burn down the whole royal family. And honestly, he's been fighting. He lost $62,000 the other day against the Sunday Mail. They said that, you know, those allegations moving forward that he was trying to strip from the court, making them pay their legal force or their legal fees. So he's got to pay that. It might balance out a little bit, It'd make a little bit of money. But if Harry was really hacked, then. He should be taken care of i guess but springer here should probably be like "Fuck harry but whatever i think harry is uh you know he's, he's fighting a good fight fighting against the press you gotta do that sometimes hopefully some good omens come his way because good omens is renewed everybody renewed for a third season michael sheen's coming back and they're gonna do one last time michael sheen david Tennant, and you know of course is demon and angels together at amazon it was supposed to be a limited series but now they're getting renewed for a third and final season about to start shooting in scotland very soon which is great for people that love the show they'll probably be back before for you know what it, i don't take a year at least production takes a long time it always does howard doesn't really act like a prince he doesn't act like a prince but he's also stripped his whole rights from the family he's like not involved anymore he's just doing his own thing with megan marco over in you know san bernardino california moving back to la soon but you know they're just doing their own thing playing the suits life and, and having a good time i guess but i hope if you're a fan of good omens you're excited because you're getting one last season this was supposed to be a one-off done season and this demon angel are teaming together to save the world from the apocalypse and Stanley Tucci is also trying to save Italy. Well, he's just trying to have a good time in Italy, I think. And his show has been renewed again. <laughs> and uh, I love the Tucci. The Tucci is awesome. I love it. I, if I could rub his bald head, I'd do it right now. He's awesome. He's a great person. Mm. Fucking fantastic actor. He sells his ass off in every role he does. Now, his Italian adventures <laughs> were canceled at CNN. Wow. It's true, Mike. They were canceled at CNN after two seasons, and he actually won. Like. I'm like how do you how do you cancel a show that wins two Emmys that's my question how do you do it they didn't but it's just Tucci going on the, the the country of Italy and just eating food and praising places and having a good time and you know just living it up and now I was getting 10 more episodes over at Nat Geo they picked it up which makes sense to me it's a travel company it makes sense like put them on Nat Geo let them eat some pasta make him sell the fuck out of Italy and then you know put it on TV because I'll watch it because I think a lot of people would a lot of people have watched Curb Your Enthusiasm but that's also going away everybody so the last season will be season 12 will be the last finally got that notice we talked about before it might be the end it might not but larry david came forward and he said hey it is ending at 12 which is coming out very soon it's coming out in february 4th and then it will air 10 episodes it'll end april 7th but he actually said as curb comes to an end i will now have the opportunity to finally shred Larry David away and become the person God intended me to be—the thoughtful, kind, caring, considerate human being I was until I was derailed by portraying this malignant character.
3: (laughs) That's such a good joke. That that quote made me laugh so hard when I read the article. It's it's a good joke.
0: It's a good joke. Like I thought it was funny. Uh, You know what? But if you're a fan of this show, probably not be that happy because he has said he's going to cancel it so many times or stop doing it so many times. But this is officially the end. So, I mean, honestly, curb your enthusiasm. Great show sorry to see it go but curb your enthusiasm for the new paddington musical that's coming out because i don't know if this will be that good everybody know people love paddington i don't know why they do but they love paddington but the stage musical is moving forward for this production and it's gonna go of course going to the uk first probably come here eventually and they've been developing for a while and honestly like paddington has been a big hit they're doing the third one right now there was a whole rumor that uh they were gonna bring a bunch of big actors into it but it kind of fell away but sony's doing this three equal coming out january 17 2025 and then and They're also gonna have it come. Uh, it's gonna be in the UK before us, so it's coming out actually November eighth, twenty twenty four. So I mean, a lot, a lot of content for Paddington. So if you love Paddington, it's a good day for you. Get a get a movie. third are you get a musical, and it, it's great. But music's always great. And of course, we love the Grammys, and Trevor Noah is coming back for the Grammys one more time. Of course, he's hosted it multiple times in the past, but he's coming back for the 66th annual Grammys. Trevor Noah needs a hosting job ever since he lost The Daily Show, I actually left it, but, good for him he's in like how many years now it's been it's been Mike it's been a long time 2021 2022 earlier this year he did in 2023 so good for him coming back February 4th Sunday February 4th at crypto.com you're getting the Grammys with Trevor Noah so a lot of breaking news everybody a lot of breaking news um Whew, that was a lot. That was a that was a fucking lot. But um what is uh Teddy Ruxkin, well that was that was Ted. That was I Teddy Ruxpin, know, was Ted.
3: That's what it was. It was Ted. That Actually, was, that was know, what's more pertinent is when oh, do I get no, a Teddy Ruxpin? I'm still I'm still waiting. And it's the Christmas Ted. season
1: right now. <laughs> Someday. So Teddy Ruxpin was like some absolutely bizarre like fantasy world with like his weird centipede friend and like there was that <laughs> dude and there was the guy they fought who couldn't stop firing cannonballs that wouldn't hit them and shit. like it was one of the weirdest fucking shows i ever watched and i hated you're, it you're
3: deep you're deep into the teddy ruxpin lore, well, huh, like, like, they
1: made, it was like one of those shows that would come on and you know like when you're a kid and you're like there's nothing on but also it's like oh like fucking teddy ruxpin's on i don't want to watch this but there's nothing and you're just like <laughs> fine i'm gonna watch the same with like full house like i fucking hated that show but it was like I watched every episode <laughs> because it was like they found that time slot where there was nothing else. And you were like, okay, I guess I'm watching this piece of shit. So here we are. I I'm still a fan hey, of Justin and the drink. Rippers. Everybody, simply say <laughs> <sit> right now. <laughs> oh, thanks, Pabs.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lexi, that's a lot of information. I, I didn't know there was that whole lore behind Teddy Ruxpin. So that's, that's. You never saw the cartoon? Did it make you watch that
1: shit growing up? I did not. No, apparently, I did not. No, also the best thing is getting fun. one of those teddy ruxmans and then putting the wrong tapes in them. <laughs> it that must have been fun actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> it it some grind core yeah. and a teddy ruxpin and watching like, oh it's so good. Playing Led Zeppelin backwards in your Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. <laughs> right on. That's
0: crazy. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to have you all here. Of course, it is Friday. So we will be drinking a little bit during the program, everybody. And uh, this is that time, though. Like I said, it's a lot of breaking news. We might not be able to all hit these topics, but we're going to take a time out right now. We're going to put a minute in the clock for all of my fabulous guests to have a chance to give all their hot takes for all this latest breaking news. They have one minute before the bomb blows up. Can they make it happen? In this segment, everybody, we call hot takes. <laughs> now it's time for those hot takes everybody and again one more time so the way it works is of course, it was like 12 things right now. So they have, everybody has one minute on the clock. We set a bomb, a timer to give their hot takes for everything that just happened. If they hit it all, they get the popping circumstance, all the big blaze of glory, everything happens for them. But if they get it wrong, they get the womp, 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 the trumpet hits and they have to take a drink because that's how it goes on Friday. So it's gonna be great. I'm really excited about it. And I'm happy that there's a lot of people back here tonight because I love having everybody here. so Rip, X, Welcome back, man. Oh yeah, see Peppy's happy too. Yeah, it's it's really good. but. So the thing I usually do is I lately I've been going to Sabrina to see who gets their hot takes though. So. But you know what Mike? I'm I'm just going to do this. You want you want to choose? Do you want to choose who goes first? Oh,
3: I get I get to choose? Do you want to choose? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll choose if I get to You usually you just you inflict your will upon me. So if you I get, get, get the to, get opportunity the to Mike. Choose, You get then to please. choose, yes, sir. Ron, so Ron, just you got you got to oh. start, Ron, cuz just cuz you're beneath me today. <laughs> there's no I don't, I don't i mean i mean like just just now like visually orchestrated nothing don't read anything into that
0: <laughs>
3: mike your hot takes are coming so calm down
0: man you're, you're coming okay okay so ron we put it yes. out there right now you're gonna have a minute on the clock I'm, I'm loading it up right now my question for you is are you ready for
2: your hot takes i am ready
0: <laughs> all right I, I lost my music. I don't know where my music went, Mike. Uh, I think maybe I didn't load it. Uh, there it is, found it. Okay, I'm loading
2: the clock. Here we go, Run hot takes. In three, <laughs> two, one, hot takes. LA expediting Hollywood productions. It should have happened years ago to avoid runaway productions to Canada. Um, Hulu drops Sean Combs, sad. Um, Marilyn Manson, uh, <laughs> suit for assault. I hope he gets everything thrown at him, including the book. Platonic renewed. I want to see season one. Can't comment on this. Ryan Reynolds. I'm so happy for him because I love just looking at him. Um, and it was picked up by Netflix, which is great. Jonathan Majors just going, 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 going down prince harry i hope he donates the 180k to some charity he doesn't need it um it would help for his reputation there we go okay um good omens renewed for season three great that's good stanley tucci i'd rub his bald head also um Curb your enthusiasm <laughs> I thought it ended i thought it ended at that six-year hiatus uh, paddington how cute how sweet i'm not gonna see it um trevor noah good for him he's he's a good guy
0: you know what, Ron? I think you got it. Everybody, I think, I did. I think Ron, that right was at fast. The that was fast, Ron. Uh, I, I well wasn't ready for it. I was not even ready for a run. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Um, I got nothing. I, I messed all that up. That was fast. Ron, got everybody. Ron, how's it feel? Does it feel good it's, to get those hot takes? It feels so fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. There we go. <laughs> thank you, racer. Yeah. I like that. That's even better, Mike. That's better than what I was gonna do because I, I lost all of my stuff. I guess I didn't add stuff to this, so it's it's crazy. It's been it's been a day, but Ron got his hot takes. I'm so excited. I'm giving you a little confetti, Ron. This little confetti, why not? You know, throw that out there. You can catch it. So happy you got your hot takes. That was great. <laughs> what a good day. What a good day for some hot takes. Now, can everybody else do it, Ron? Do you think everybody else can make this happen?
2: I'm thinking see, I don't know Lexi, but I imagine she could. Um, and Mike will. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> wow, Ron's you haven't been watching the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mike condenses it a little bit and just
3: stops going off <laughs> Yeah, good luck uh, to me. But I am um, Lexi. I'm on the bottom Lexi, of Mike, She's though. next. I'm, I'm oh, not I'm not oh, picking yeah. me next. I'm picking Lexi. <laughs> Mike is okay. saying
0: Lexi is going first, uh, <laughs> or going next. So Lexi, what do you think? You ready for your hot takes? I got no choice. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I I guess Mike just threw it at three under the bus. But okay, Lexi, here we go. I'm going to two up the clock right
1: here. Here we go. Hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds doing comedy is a good thing. Uh, He's always been good at comedy. So that's a good thing. Uh, Stanley Tucci, I'm so tired of rich people getting to go around and be filmed, and we get to watch them have fun. I don't give a fuck, like, at all. So, whatever. Um, I don't care about Apple TV's programming. Um, They keep getting all these shows shows renewed and winning awards, and I'm like, great, I've never watched any of your content. Um, No disrespect, just don't know. Um, Jonathan Major's a piece of shit. Good for him for getting in trouble. <laughs> um uh, Marilyn Manson, I mean, if you've ever listened to shit from back in the day, you knew he was a problem back when fucking his first album dropped, so I don't know why anybody's surprised any of this shit now. Uh fuck I don't remember the rest of it. Uh oh, uh Jeopardy, she sucked, get a better host. Um I don't know. I failed. Not I guess I drink right? Yeah, it's it's okay,
3: Lexi. I think you have to further than I usually get, Lexi.
1: Way, way further. (laughs) And he
3: always gives me that one, and then sometimes (laughs) he'll give me the prices right one too on top of it. So,
0: but but Lexi, it's it's okay. It's okay. You tried. It was good. You had a good time. We're always having a good time on the show. You know. I'm still I'm still gonna give you some hearts. I'm still gonna give you some
1: hearts. You know, because you do. because i'm cute i can't do the hair thing that like the girls can i can't do that thing at all it's like it's just looks like grabbing like a, <laughs> just, uh, just sabrina has that power that's just a yeah, sabrina well, maneuver Rachel that's all do it is too. it's uh, it's got to be like yeah. i guess i gotta be like genetically a female <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't think
0: so i don't think so at all maybe, I think maybe it's that's uh, where that power where comes power. from i don't i don't know where that power comes from to be honest no i don't think so i don't think so uh but now by default mike is going last I, I, like that ron mike is gonna go last so, <laughs> mike as we put it out there you've been telling everybody that you know you know i had the power i'm gonna take give your hot takes first now going to come back around you're gonna have one man on the clock and the question is can you
3: make those hot takes come to life mike that is my question you can do it i can try i, I liked exercising my ultimate power for a moment much more than i like trying to actually test my own metal Um, so I will try. I will try Brian, please. I have something planned if I happen to fail, which I probably won't I'll probably completely succeed. Don't play the don't play any any failure horns because I have something lined up. Okay? (laughs) Okay. All right, Mike. All right. I'll give it to you co-host tonight. You got
0: got that power. So all right. All
3: right. I'll I'll try. I'll
0: try. Here they come. Hot takes in
3: three, two, one. Hot takes. Uh, okay. Let's see. Curb your enthusiasm. Twelve seasons. Pretty, pretty, Why? pretty good. Ah, co-host power. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, lot, lots of lots of crimes this evening. That was great. Uh, if they ever outlaw insufferable smugness, then we'll get to talk about Ryan Reynolds every day too. Uh, congratulations on the directing gig, Ryan. Prince Harry awarded a bunch of money for his phone getting hacked. Seems like an awful lot of work to get a glance at the old royal fish and chips. Uh, I guess now we'll get to see if he has a spare. Waka waka waka. Um, And speaking of British bears, Paddington is finally getting a musical. Ah yes, Paddington, the United Kingdom's answer to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, Stanley Tucci with his food travel show. God damn it, Stanley Tucci, cut it out. You're having too much fun. How am I supposed to get up and go to work knowing that you're being paid to do that? I hate you. Uh, Good Omens back from season three. Awesome at the end of season two. Alf was being dissected by the government.
1: See, he wanted to go last so he could write his routine down, right? This
0: is why he did it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like he just like he's like yeah I gotta no I, I, I tried yeah, to have 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 it. I prepared the moments before I fucking <laughs> do my hot takes. He's like I gotta go last. I do
3: I got a stair yeah, drum? I've got I've got co-host powers, so I have to abuse yeah. them. That's that's what you're supposed to do with with powers, right? Abuse them. Obviously, right. I'm gonna oh,
0: yeah. Ron won tonight, so Ron. Everybody else has to drink. Everybody drink. Ron wins. Everybody else, mm. not me. You can drink if you want but everybody else has to drink i think because you know Yours is
1: what the fuck is that is that a pepsi, it's it a better pepsi be some, yeah like fucking, like rum in there or something uh
3: it's just yeah i, I poured some windex <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that is yeah. some
3: bold dinky <laughs> oh,
2: peppy doesn't like that peppy doesn't I, like, like that I liked, your, uh, I liked your hot takes
0: yeah they're good thanks ron <laughs> sure. ted first patent be good racer x that'd be cool um but yeah, everybody, a lot of hot takes, good hot takes across the board. Even, even if you didn't make it, it was still fun. We enjoyed it. We had a good time, because that's what we do. That's Friday, we're having a great time. But you know, of course, at this time, we have lots to Mike's talk about. Mike's having
1: double-A Friday over
3: here. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 there's some hate I, I have to work on Saturdays, honestly. So do I, what's your point? I drive okay. home. Excuse, Excuse denied, okay. <laughs> Anyways, it's that's that
0: time. We have a lot to talk about. You got everybody here because we got to get into it. There's a lot that's happened. There's a lot of big breaking news beyond this that we're gonna discuss and I can't wait really to talk about it. So now it's time to get into it. everybody the very first thing i want to talk about right now in our discussion piece section of the show is paramount because paramount is at a point right now that they're apparently selling it off We me talk about paramount for a long time because paramount they start paramount plus and they didn't say they were gonna make an actual profit on paramount plus until 2027. that's a long time they've been hemorrhaging money now paramount's not been doing well since the pandemic i worked at paramount for years worked on a show um Oh, we worked on a bunch of kids shows, worked on Thundermans for Nickelodeon, worked on Marvin Marvin, worked on Night Squad. And at that point, we've been talking to people online, they're like, yes, I doing well, they were fun people. Now they're talking about laying off eight, at least a 1,000 people, at least a 1,000 because they're not doing well. And on top of that, Sherry Redstone, who is like the granddaughter of the be all end all, like starter of Paramount back in the 30s, she finally got the reins to the industry. And she said, well, I finally got it. I fought my dad for like four years. And now I may have to sell it all off. So she actually started with her, it's called National Investments or Amusements, who's the, the company that is their parent company with, with Paramount Global that's working with her. And they were looking at the books going back and forth and they were saying that they might have to actually litigate some of the actual I mean the networks or maybe the whole thing paramount plus sell it off to Warner Brothers, sell it off to somebody in order to make some money or you sell the whole thing away and somebody else gets control of paramount because they have lost so much money and for her career and her path she's been fighting for this for so long then she gets it and they're at the point where they lost so much money that she's like I don't do anymore I can't I can't afford this they might lay up like I said thousands of people that's insane Redstone actually hired a banker Byron Trot, to actually figure out the value and potential deals they can do and they're actually taking quotes right now now to see who'd want to buy Paramount or, you know, if people want to buy a portion of Paramount, you could buy CBS News, you could buy CBS uh, Affiliates, you could buy Paramount Plus, you could buy Paramount's like other streaming, Paramount Network. You could buy one of those, or maybe just buy the live. So there's a lot of interesting facts they could go into, they could sell off, or they could sell the whole thing as one big deal, take it take it, and then walk away from the whole thing and just do one of those. And it's really crazy for a family-owned industry like that to just sell it off like that. And it's a big change for the industry. And last mission impossible, it didn't do so well queen it didn't but top gun did fucking fantastic one of their biggest blockbusters ever and they thought that would you know ride them into the future but unfortunately tom cruise cannot save paramount even though they fired him and brought him back he can't save it so it sucks but you hear this it's, it's big industry changing news lexi and you hear this you think that they're gonna actually sell it off or do you think they will just take some side deals sell off this asset this 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 and then just keep the boat floating for now
1: What do you mean? They've got their fucking wallet out right now. They're like, "Oh shit, how do we get in on that?" Because like, (laughs) Bob, I get talking (laughs) about buying stuff, (laughs) right? Well, they they fucking love owning everything, right? And they (laughs) they can get more IPs to ruin. Then by all means, they'll buy that up. Either them or Amazon, right? Amazon's like, Mm -hmm. "No, I need in on that shit." No, there's like two people who want to own everything at this point. Someone's going to try to get that shit. Um, Yeah, of course, like we're in a place right now where it's late stage capitalism. So everybody's just buying up the companies until there's going to be like two people fighting with each other for, you know, who's the, the, the 50% of this and 50% of this. And those 50% are just going to be fighting. And that's what's going to end up being. Cause like <clears throat> nobody's really left anymore. Right. Like nobody's really their own individual pieces and it's surprising that Paramount is at this point, because I'm like, I actually thought Paramount was doing well. I thought they were one of the few companies that were having success, like you said, with their streaming service. I thought service. so, too. And like, yeah, like this, said, was, this like, game is a surprise to me. They said someone commented with the ownership of Star Trek. That's a huge IP. I mean, they've been putting out Star huge. Trek content like crazy. You would think Messed like, my penis. I mean, exactly. And I mean, they've been putting out, I mean, I know Lower Decks does really well. I know that Picard was doing really well. So they weren't putting out lackluster Star Trek properties, they were putting out an excessive amount, but so was Disney with Star Wars and Marvel. So everybody right now is just, when they own a high level IP, they're just dumping right now, right? Like they're like, how much property can I put out? TV shows, you know, movies, what what can I get? What can I cash in on? So it's, it's an example of like, I have a large piece, I can get as much out of it, but it's really, you know, you think they're doing well, you know. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that warner brothers is going to be next you know
0: uh we've already like, talked about it the show too like see the universal wants to buy warner brothers and and paramount people are saying in the chat too about like good burger 2 but I heard well, like rise of the beast i've heard they've had a lot of projects that have failed they just fucking fail right and it's like how as a studio
1: how do you keep going everything keeps failing and they've been doing that for years for years universal already has so much of a relationship with warner brothers too like where they have so much of their content in their parks and so yeah. much Content is like heavily embroiled with them, that it wouldn't be very hard for Universal to be like, "Hey, come on over! Like, we already have a we'll take that relationship Please. with you. Like, merge with us." But that goes back to the whole statement of like, at some point, there's going to be three movie companies. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to keep. Merging. That's where we're going, and that's already where we're heading. Like right now, I mean. It's not going to be long before, like we always talk about how great our I, I, I tw- or A24 is. A24's A24 bought by somebody before long. Like they're too small to keep existing the way they are. We're Somebody's really going to getting to that point. Like already, I mean, like, you, you hear about them too much now. Already, well, I don't know if anybody remembers Blumhouse back in the day. Blumhouse used to be a really fucking great company when they first first started. They were like, whoa. And same with Lion, uh, Lionsgate. Lionsgate way back in the early two thousands, they were the A24 back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like Lionsgate were fucking killing it. I remember. I would watch anything from Lionsgate back then. I wouldn't watch anything from Lionsgate now. Like they're fucking shit now. You know what I mean? Like everything they put out is like so low tier. And it's like, I don't know what happened to this company. And the same with Blumhouse. Blumhouse, you know what, not to go off on Blumhouse, but you know what Blumhouse's biggest problem is? If Blumhouse was smart, they would take their company and they would understand that they have a lot of potential to create content for teenagers and they're not creating content for teenagers they're taking ips I, I, that sort of are for like older audiences and like yeah, but their ips are for older audiences so that people that they're marketing towards are older people i mean they're very good with the five nights at freddy's that was believe like that. a smart move for them to do that's the first time i'm like good job but like uh like black friday i saw the black friday remake we covered that on our old podcast That movie wasn't Black Friday. They could have taken that and marketed that at Gen Z and made a Gen Z horror movie, but instead they put Black Friday on it. They immediately sold it to the boomer older demographic who was already familiar with that IP. Those are the people who went and saw it, not kids. It happens a lot. Same with like Child's Play. Child's Play is another one. They sold it to an older audience, but that movie was clearly made for Gen Z kids, the remake. It was not a bad film, but by calling it Child's Play, it was a bad film, right? So I can't, I don't understand these choices to like do so much of what you're seeing and why people are not looking at marketing content at younger audiences, why they're not thinking about the future. Instead, they're just going, how can I buy this? How can I buy that? How can I... It's a
0: game of risk. There's buying stuff up a monopoly, you're buying properties, but there's also like we've seen things in the comments too about like Star Trek. Star Trek is a big IP. They talk about bringing in um, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino at one point to actually do an IP with that. They're talking about the new Star Trek, maybe doing some with that. But the problem is though, you're so far, you're hemorrhaging so much money, and even A24, Lexi, they actually worked a deal with Warner Brothers about like that like last week, where they're going to take all their content to HBO Max, and so they have that deal in place. So all those productions are working. With WB already. I feel like WB with Zazloff, if they can't afford to buy more stuff, they will eventually go to Universal. And Universal has Transformers of Ride already. So, like, why not? Just take it that can, way. You know? Can That's what I I'm ask saying. real
1: quick, too? Like, is Star Trek a big IP? Because I can tell you that yeah. Star Trek was big for my parents. It was big for my, I'm you know, guaranteed older there's people I there's more, I, more money
3: involved in now than j- ever. There's more movies, the and money. Money isn't the point.
1: My point is, is, does Gen Z give a fuck Audience. about Star Trek? I know my generation doesn't give a fuck about Star Trek. Like, there's the odd kid that I knew growing up in high school who was like, like, okay, the Star Trek kid got beaten up in high school. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not being yeah. mean with that, but like, genuinely, like, there were not too many kids in high school who were like, really into Star Trek and the Star Trek kids were not cool. Like they were more beaten up by the D and D kids than they were the fucking like, they were like entirely like, cause like oh. being into Star Trek was very like, Star Trek is very science oriented. It's very like science fiction, it's technology, right? but it, no, like it's different. Like it's and, very people together
3: making, a world the reason, where everyone can be doesn't matter the where you're you walking. Like yeah, it so Brian, it's a it's a it's a happy view of the future. Like it, it is a happy view of the future, way, but, but it nice. also
1: uses like salt, like it uses real science. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Look at, look at Star Ish. Wars. Star Wars is, is so A lot of quantum flux going on. That's it's going, in, a while there's fantasy wrapped around science bullshittery, right? It's like, oh, there's a robot, right? But you don't care how the robot works. It's all fantasy bullshit. Whereas like, in Star Trek, they would tell you how the robot works right down to every single thing. And then some guy would be like, I bet I could build that in my garage because that's the kind of people that watch star trek the people who go i can build that in my garage i could build a flux capacitor i could build whatever like they're fucking they're smart people like they're smart people who get into it because of like that kind of like thought process and so like i just don't i don't see it necessarily applicable to a modern age demographic who don't seem to like think that way or care about the stuff i think there's like some politics in star trek that are definitely very there's
3: this is a deep question this is a deep question i think that we could go on about this about this one like i've got so many opinions that i would love to share but i know that brian has a lot of topics to get to right there's
0: there's there's, there's, there's some huge politics here though and you both agree I, I understand there's some huge but politics I, but, but, but i'm, but I'm saying star it trek. from a
1: money-making standpoint i'm like why are they investing so much money into this ip when the generation that it's for is like dying off
0: i think because the reviews of jj abrams did so well and then then, that, then, that, then they try to do these new TV shows. And, you know, Star Trek, Strange Worlds has done pretty well. Picard did really fucking well. And so I think they're looking at what's going to work next. They're trying to do more Picard movies. But the problem is Paramount's been losing money for years. Like I said, Paramount Plus, great idea. Everybody's going to streaming been hemorrhaging money every month for them yeah. ron you've worked on set for years and you see that like you know like paramount already losing money they do a streaming service on top of that losing more money and now the person who won that sherry redstone wanted it for years now she finally gets it and then she's got to sell it off do you think that is a big problem for an, i i should say like a studio that's been huge since the 30s do you think they can
2: survive ron or do you think that this is going to be done we're going to forget about paramount altogether I think they're too top heavy. They've got like somewhat twenty four um, other companies, and I think they're just very top heavy. And they need to start cutting some fat, um, and then they can build themselves back up. But it's cyclical, and you know it happens. You're up, you're down. Um, and it was funny though. Alexi said, "In my in my time back in the nineteen hundreds, nineteen eighties, yesterday, um, the, Star, the Star Trek kids <laughs> were." Dorks. They were fucking nobody. Nobody understood them. They hung out by themselves. <laughs> it was still going on then, which is so funny that you say it's just it's transferred to the generations. Yeah, but Ron, do you think though? Because you you worked for Paramount before, right? You have, right? Yeah, I did.
3: I did all the other generations. You
2: do I did Thunder? No, I didn't do Thunderbirds. I did Hathaways, and then I did
0: uh, Rock.
2: Yeah yeah uh can you imagine that i mean because we worked there did you ever hear any rumblings about the the network maybe having problems at that point no but this was also my last show there was in 18 so it wasn't it was it was a bit before all of that i heard all the rumblings of the ghost on stage 17 but nothing else
0: i mean i feel like we've all heard about those ghosts on the lot too but, right. but like ron as a company like this and you okay you're waiting for so long to get control of it as, as a person like you're waiting so long can you uh, imagine just selling
2: it off how would that feel that must be nuts uh, I, right i think it would be gut-wrenching i just i do and especially since she's a legacy it's like that yeah. would be absolutely gut gut-wrenching and i can imagine to get to that decision there has been so much thought and so much Put into that because I think that would be the last thing she would want to do. And if she's actually saying she has to, then it's then it's maybe more serious than we even know. I think I think it could be fighting your yeah. dad for years too. Like fighting her dad for like four
0: years over this network too. That's insane to me. uh Just make success movies. Yes, Paramount makes some movies, but they have no idea. They they greenlight show all the time. They have no idea. Like. Transformers seems like it's gonna make billions of dollars. You think because of course there's a lot of people that love that IP. They think it's a, a set IP. It's make lots of money. Tom Cruise did well. Mission Impossible's <laughs> done well. Mike, do you think an IP can actually save a studio, or do you think that the IPness it's is not true. strong enough sometimes to actually create monetized money for a fucking network? It's not really a word.
3: Monetized right, money. Brian, I don't know. The the IPness can be strong enough if only you believe. And that's I the most Mike. important thing. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think uh, I, it's, it's great to hear this, uh, this discussion about uh, Star Trek because, honestly, uh, I, I have Paramount Plus right now. And a lot of that time, I that, like the reason I'm subscribed to it right now is because of that particular eye penis. Like the the, the cartoon Below Dex is great. Um, sorry, I've got a bit of a sinus infection right now. So if my nose is dripping, you'll have to forgive me. Um... <laughs> I have Mike. It. It's okay. There's no time for that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. You could, you could. We're all could dying. Push forward, man. It's all right. I, I think I think that's. Uh, I think that Lexi had a salient point too in that uh, she's concerned about uh, just these media companies being being continually uh, reformed and conglomerated and pushed into tighter and tighter. Uh, you know, fiscal density, which is a problem. Yeah, and it's right. a problem that if, if yeah. we want to exist as a functioning democracy, we're going to have to address that like they did in the early 20th century. Like they they broke up monopolies. They I had a the we had laws like,
1: about this. Yeah, like aren't there we, we, we did. We laws? We did.
3: We did. It Hello. feels like we did at some point. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This this whole, uh, I do wonder what the backroom deal looks like in terms of Paramount because I, I was surprised. We, we have I to feel ask, like
1: in the last ten years that we've just been breaking all of our monopoly laws in this country. Like, oh yeah, we, I mean, Disney, Disney yeah. has yeah, broke yeah, all yeah. of them multiple course.
0: times. They have, but do we think that? Okay, as a group, before we move on, because this is a big, this is a big changing thing for the industry. It really is. I worked at Paramount for years. It's a huge, huge studio. Do we think they'll actually just sell aspect or sell like different branches off, or do you think they'll sell the whole thing and call it a wash? What do we think?
2: Um, uh, very quickly, Ron. Sell it off or, they'll, or, or, they'll start with the branches, and then if they have to, they'll do the whole thing. But it's, it's, it's doomed, isn't it? Is it doomed? I wouldn't say it's doomed, depending on how many branches they can get rid of and, and what, what comes up. What do you think, Lexi?
0: Is it doomed?
1: I think that if they are selling it, that the, whoever wants to buy it won't buy it unless it's intact, because they're going to want everything. You know what I mean? And whoever buys it is isn't is going to want Star Trek. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're buying it for. That's the master IP out of all of this is that one. And so if someone tries to go, well, if you want Star Trek, you're going to have to buy X, Y, and Z, right? So, yeah. it's going to no, be one of those kind of deals take where it's going to be. But, you know, it could also be one of those things, too. Remember, like before, like someone's going to try to buy it and it's going to be like, well, you can't have ESPN or what was it? You can't have like certain sports things because there's a Fox yeah. News. They couldn't have the Fox there's, Sports. There's always those catches, you know? They're always. Yeah, is. because they had already had ESPN, so they couldn't have Fox Sports or some shit like that. Like, it was like they have too many. So, I think there's going to be little things like that because everybody owns so much shit now. It's going to be like, well, you can't own this much of this one particular kind of tasty treat. You got to own like one wide variety of them (laughs) that's always a problem and
0: i love the chats here about the mission impossible i heard it i heard that too and then they have another one coming and it sucks because tom cruise is the
3: fucking man mike is it doomed or is it not doomed it's a tricksy ploy of some sort at this point i'm not sure what kind of tricksy ploy it is but the the nature of what this deal is going to look like moving forward is going to change and they're going to let us know about that so that that's my prediction i have no idea what it's going to look like though the deals are always interesting to me. I'm like, I'm worried about the industry after
0: COVID, after the strikes, mm. we're always worried about it. But sometimes things make me say, well, maybe we're gonna change our look at things. Maybe we'll find new ways to make money. And that leads me to my conversation about Stranger Things, because they're apparently gonna take this play they're making into a trilogy, which for me, it's like, yeah. I have never heard that. I mean, it's cool because I love theater. I grew up in theater. I started on the stage. I love that shit. It's so much fun. and Str- Thing is, a huge IP, but now, no, 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 the Duffer brothers have pushed it forward to this whole new world of theater. They started in the UK, it's coming out right now, it came out tonight, the very first play. And of course, it's kind of a prequel series, to talk about Vecna some more. And the idea is, though, they never said this before we want to do this. We wanna actually do two more sequels of this to fill in the gap between last season and the season you're gonna get. And our idea is we're gonna actually develop Beckham's whole story where he was a kid to where he actually became Beckham and we're gonna create the whole world. And honestly, why has nobody done this before? For me, as a person that loves theater, this makes sense to me. Make trilogies, we've done it for years in them. Yes, it might be a problem for some people because it's like, new ideas, always some of the show, always getting new ideas, but it's also fascinating. Like you have those actors doing that production, like you can actually develop their characters, give them a chance on like just like a one-off type thing, a million times over for years, have them do it for two years, which they wanna do like but one or two years, move to the next one, one or two years, move to the next one, one or two years. Right now, it's starting in the UK, again tonight, debuted at London's West End. The idea is that when it's done there, then it'll come to the US, they'll develop the second one, they'll go back to London, do the second one, then move it over to the United States, back to Broadway, then do the third one, do the same thing, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But I think this is a really cool idea and it's never been done before. But Stranger Things The First Shadow is the very first time the Duffer Brothers changed the industry with Stranger Things. They did a great job making this production. And honestly, I'm excited about it. I think it could be cool. And if you're gonna do something, you take an IP like this and you grow it out and you make it bigger and you make it something broad and huge and then it becomes the thing that people wanna see. And uh, I know Mike, you have a little nasal drip thing, but Mike- I I got caught on camera
3: blowing my nose. (laughs) Fucking crucify me, Brian. Jesus Christ, you could've just said nothing, I'm coming at you. I know, I know, I know, I'm coming at you. It's Friday, (laughs) it's Friday, I
0: love you, I love you. So you like Stranger Things, right? So do you I, think I this do. is a good idea? Because you said this is the right IP to take this opportunity to actually broaden it out. Some of the investors came out tonight. They, they they're waiting to see what they say first, but they already have the productions written. They're moving forward. The Duffer Brothers are very much involved. Is there a world where this doesn't work out? And do you think this is a good idea for theater moving forward into the future?
3: Um. So the Duffer brother brothers are involved in this. Uh, this the whole project, writing aspect, creatively, yes. right? yes yeah freaking give me give me some populist theater like any anything that that brings people that are just you know that wouldn't usually go to the theater into the theater yeah that's great because know what you you show up be- because of some thing that's like a massive phenomenon like this okay so you go for for that, next time you're going when they're doing some seasonal Shakespeare production or some some Oscar Wilde adaptation that's that's got some crazy political slant, get people into the theater. I'm I'm happy about it. Like, uh, yeah, like I, I can actually see this because, particularly because I think that the Duffer brothers have a great handle on story um and i and they've got the the kind of capital behind them that probably what they they said um that there's th- this is a well-financed the the first show oh, at least right time. yeah and so, it takes place in 1950s mike you know and everybody's so, young, so what, is that? What, young. Is that, what does that tell you brian like uh, you've seen plenty of stage shows in your time stage shows where they spend a lot of money on on the production oh, do they look cool Yeah, yeah, they do. You can make it.
0: I was worried about this a little bit, Mike, because I'm like, you know, Stranger Things is very heavy on the visual effects. We just showed pictures of Vecna like fucking flying through the air and shit like that. So, But for stage, it's that's the hardest part because to make those practical effects, it's hard. But also, it's very intriguing because it can be done, Mike, and it can be done even better than doing special effects
3: when you're spending $30 million or whatever, when you're spending a bunch of money for a live production, you can make it look look terrific. And the other thing is that uh, a live audience, they're willing to suspend disbelief in a a way that, in a way that people that watching just a TV show aren't. I I'm fully about this. I don't know if that I don't know if that's a hot take, but I would watch it. I suspect that it's going to be too expensive for me to want to get good seats if it ever oh. comes past my my place in Madison, Wisconsin. Like we'll, well see. Like, I could, you know, you know, I could I could take a trip to Chicago for this. Mm. Well, now it's Broadway they're not sure yet but this is where I go
0: to Lexi because Lexi has a special effects background she's done a lot of that before she went to school for that she's also been you know involved in a lot of productions and I think that Lexi might be able to shed some light it's Lexi you hear about this production do you think they have the opportunity to make this something special that they could do a trilogy and is that something that you think they should do with a like a property and IP like Stranger Things
1: well, I think if they want it to succeed, the first answer to go to is they need to get oh, George percent. Santos involved because George Santos had that very successful, uh, you know, hundred thousand dollar stage production that he did of Spider Man, right? So what? what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I-, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, no, no neither does anybody else. Apparently. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, so, um, I think it's as stupid as fuck. Um I, I think Stranger Things is stupid as fuck. Um you I don't like Stranger it at things. all? No, I hated it day one. I hated the first episode. Um uh it's very nostalgic. It's very yeah, nostalgia it's, forward. It's very nostalgic. It's so fucking nostalgic it's uncreative. Like, there's nostalgia and then there's literally just copying and pasting. And that show is I watched a bunch of Stephen King and a bunch of 80s, like fucking tales from the crypt and not tales from the crypt but um uh tales from the dark side very tales from the dark side very like you know those kind of shows like it's very much i grew up in this time period there are way too many like shots of like just nostalgia shots like there's too many nostalgia shots in the show there's too many posters on the wall that wouldn't fucking be on the wall there's so many products in people's rooms that wouldn't be in people's rooms i fucking hate the show are
3: I they gonna have time for do. that in a live show
1: i i question. i think like that the idea of it even getting to the point of being in a live show i'm like what is this show how has this show grown to the extent that it has that this is where we're at like Alexi, I, as a special effects person, do you think that'd be a good challenge, though? I don't know. Half the show's fucking CG. Like I know, but could you could you could you do better though? CG, could you do better? I mean, if your if most of your show is a blue screen, I mean, what am <laughs> I supposed to say? Like the the whole underworld or whatever it is. I mean, it's ninety percent you know green screen work. So yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of CG, well, and of those, I go like those guys are, with
3: the scary face. What did what did they call them? They were practical. you know K K wide up monsters.
1: They definitely know, had some practical Demogorgons, yeah, thank you. So, <laughs> there's obviously nobody wants to see in the chat, by the way, in the show. Like it's it's people like that are gonna you know lose their fucking minds if someone doesn't do practical and CG like that's the that's the demographic that this show is for, or whatever, but I think, like, it the just... It, it, exactly. That was a Spider-Man
0: it, thing, I think. <laughs> I just, I think, I
1: think, like, yeah, this show... I, obviously, the demographic that likes this show is kids, and I think, yeah. in that regard, I'm okay with it. And I think if, you know, as far as a show for kids, um, cool. I'm glad they have something fun. I'm glad they have something that's, in their demographic, is at least original. And I'm glad they have something horror-related that's, you know fun for them is it for me no because i grew up with better content and i know better content and i really don't think it's a very well-written show but i think for younger kids like cool like i'm glad you have something i you know i I grew up watching goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and all that kind of shit. and like you know there's a lot i'm still are you afraid of the dark stand
3: so so yeah yeah, you know you know the writing on those shows are better oh good.
1: like there i just think those shows were better writing and i think there was like a better quality. And I, I think like single serving programming is better too. Whereas this show is just like, there's so much like you can't, you can't watch, you can't come into season two and and like start in the middle. Right. Like there's, mm, it's yeah. an impossibility. You have to watch from the start. You have to like follow this progressive story continuously through it. And so if this stage play is trying to tell you that you also have to be where it is, like, I hate this. I hate how, connected You have to, you have to watch in. it all. It's all, con- so it's
0: all it's all controlled. You have to watch this, it all. You have to see right, it all.
1: So I don't want to watch something that connected. If it was its own your question, Queen thing, then that's 100%. fine. But it can't possibly be its own thing because of how interweaving and interconnected changer Things is, and the way that they're doing their seasons now with like an hour and a half, like two hour long episodes, and it's like they're they movie length episodes, and I'm just like, guys, like fuck off, like I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of modern television as a whole. I know that, that like, it's a shame because we're so like, you keep asking me about effects. We're so good with effects. Now the modern, the modern world, if you're watching a film, like I've said this in the last like 10, 15 years in particular, if you're watching a film made in the last 10, 15 years and your complaints are audio, visual effects, the way it's shot, that movie is just a fucking failure. Like, because all of those aspects of film are so flawless in this day and age. Like, we have our CG down so hard that nobody knows that movies are CG. Like, all these dramas are full of CG. All the backgrounds and all these dramas very are true. Like, CG. Like, everything, like, like the, the post. The post is almost all CG. You don't realize it. It's a movie about newspapers, Isn't it a right? great
0: challenge for a play production, like, though, Lexi? Isn't it a great challenge?
1: So, yeah, like, it is. Like But also, you know, it, it's one of those things, too, where you have to realize like how far along we've come with our stuff. We're so far along with our visual medium that we can do anything. I mean, look look at Avatar, look at the 500,000, like, three three half We're getting a billion three dollars. More. We're getting I'm not, three more. I'm not excited about Avatar. I don't like My point is, is that the effects in them, the money that is spent on those, every time you do one of those, it puts you in a point that, you know, you're so much more capable like every time like you know like every time George Lucas fucked with some CG in a movie that set the groundwork for somebody else in the future to have better CG from from the digital from the digital angle angle so
3: are they still making that 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 progress on the on the analog I mean where we are
1: at now which is the problem that you're all running into in your your industry is that they want to turn you into digital actors right that's what it is so it's
0: like animated so, versions
1: cg versions
0: ai versions it's a huge thing right now
1: so we've got our backgrounds down we've got our sets down we've got everything down we were able to basically do all of that mm-hmm. in the computer right so yeah. pretty soon we don't need you right and that's where we're at with it all but we Good fucking point, terrible stories we have we just keep taking ips and strapping those to all of this beautiful expensive stuff we're not creative Mm. anymore we're not creative with what we have so we have all the technology and all the medium and all of this wonderful stuff that we can do and we're taking it and we're copy pasting soulless media that we've already done 50 times over and over and over and over they are like oh i'm making my own original show and your own original show is a nostalgia masturbation piece and they're not the only ones guilty of it. <laughs> Everything in the last 10 That's years always, has been a <laughs> always masturbation. Gonna make money. That that
3: masturbation um, is going to make money every I mean, time. The story the story of masturbation always makes money. Years.
1: But you know, but it's funny too cuz like my mom I'm growing just... up, I would watch movies with her and she was like they were like from her time period and she'd be like this movie's ridiculous, right? And I'd be like, "I like this movie." You know, when I'm like 8 years old. But it old, can still right? be good. But she's like aware of the flaws in it. Right. And now I'm an adult and I'm watching content that I'm like, I grew up in the eighties and I grew up in the nineties. I'm like, this is so fucking inaccurate. I'm like, this is so stupid. This is so whatever. And it's like, it's hard for me to watch it, but it's like, obviously a 13 year old is not struggling with those things. So it's like, but Lexi, I feel like this is such
0: a, I I feel like they've made so much money off this production that they're just trying to find ways to make more. Of course they have.
1: I, of dude course you should go that. to halloween yeah. horror nights when they have their fucking uh the line for that wasn't oh, good thing, i didn't even go into the fucking yeah. haunt because the line it's, for it was like an three hour, and a half four hours yeah it can be three hours yeah too, easily it, too scary for it. me i could not even handle it for it because you know about that nostalgia uh
0: but ron run okay so i i go to your side here ron so have you watched stranger things and i know i know you like theater so do you think that this is a good opportunity to take a production because again, we could argue about like you know taking an idea that's done fucking great on tv and throwing it on stage is that money grab is not a money grab but this is a whole revolutionary thing ron taking a production that's made great on tv they've done four seasons going to the fifth season they're going to do three separate productions on stage is this the the best choice for the first time we do this do you want to see this or do you think this might fuck up the future
2: for this kind of opportunity for productions um to answer your question first yes i do watch stranger things i have an 11 year old so when it was actually airing <laughs> he was eight nine and ten um <laughs> that's awesome yes, that's perfect, you.
0: For perfect for I'm both, perfect for both of you
2: guys yes <laughs> um i love actually i love the idea i think it's going to be something that can actually be looked at as separate even though it's the same show um and i am fascinated by what production designers can do in a play to make you believe and affect or a stunt or something. I'm fascinated by that. But CGI is just it's it's great. It's in your face. It's what you expect. It's blah blah blah. It blows up. I love seeing an actor on a cable just coming through the audience, and you know, and you're it's just there's there is to me a certain wow factor. Or guys, people dropping into you know a, a pit in the stage is amazing. Where they go, um, I like the idea a lot, and I think um, I, I think it's going to be the start. Of possibly something bigger, well, Ron. That's that's where I, I I agree with you a lot of times. It's like I mean, I
0: came from I came from theater. Uh, I mean, the first time I acted, I didn't want to act. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend convince <laughs> me to stay for rehearsal because he needed to ride home. And then I I ended up auditioning for a play and I Shout fell in Jordan. love with theater. Shout out Jordan Cell. and I, I I fell in love with theater. And for me, it's it's a fun challenge, and I get mm-hmm. the idea of taking an IP and like. Forcing it onto stage. That sucks sometimes. But I also think that there's a lot of possibilities for this. I think that's why the Duffer brothers won it. But I also think that yeah, they could fuck the whole thing up. But I love I love theater. And I think that yeah. theater needs a big win right now. Yeah. And if this brings people to stage to save theater, I think that's good. Absolutely. But it, but for me, it's like I'm shocked that Ron, I'm shocked that stranger things is the first one to do this how is the thing how has ever happened before How's somebody like because like? you you have like hamilton did so well how i mean of course it's, it's history but why would you not try to figure out another way to do like a sequel to this ron do
2: you think that is it shocking that stranger things out of all the productions is the first one to do this i think it's a very odd choice extremely odd i'm right? just wondering if it was more if it was more like a hey let's do this let's do that let's do this and the cuts on things and people getting things was more with stranger things because they really wanted to push theirs forward almost like paying for your product out yeah Uh, but it's odd it's very strange however it's a very it's it's a very timely thing for that and the kids will be you know teens and stuff that love this thing now because he's 11. so um i i see it yes i see it having wings
0: I think this is where the three of us can we can go back and forth, but because you know we have the idea, like Lexi's saying, like the idea of like how are we going to take a production like this, and, <laughs> and fucking exploit it, right? But also, it, it, Lexi, come on, come on, the three of us are right, we're, we're together right now. Three of us are together. It it could be good for theater, could it, Lexi? Could it be good?
1: Um, Tell Ron right now. Could it? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I I like. Single serving play. I don't like trilogy play, like so. If I go see this play, because first of all, we're all we're all familiar with play. Play has like you know um you know um, intermission and it, you get dressed up and you go to it. Aren't yeah. you supposed to get dressed up? I don't know what's happened. People stop right. fucking dressing up for play. You go fuck nah, yourself. It's get dress you get dressed up when place. you go to the theater. Do it. Do yes, it. The I don't thing. know why you don't get dressed up to go to theater. So <laughs> yeah. The uh I dress up for tr- cruise control. But you hey, get what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> you get dressed up. It's all I'm You get I'm dressed saying. up to go to the theater. You get. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's an, I'm okay, okay, I love you all. Right? I, I love you all. That's a so, personal like, choice. It's all i When saying. I go see this play, and there's another, there's another two parts to it. You so just, what, it. just to get dressed up and go out and fucking, like, play is also like an event, right? Like going to the play. It's a big going event. To Whatever. So it's not something you go to like. Two nights in a row, like oh shit, there's another, there's a sequel. Well, we're gonna have to go like next week. Is that we're gonna how have to, gonna like, gonna release of oh, before? You know what I mean? Two, like, one, two three. three years, they
0: said <laughs> in between two or three years.
2: I think it's fun. I think it sounds. Fun. I
0: think it's. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun, Lexi. I think, I think you need to be on this production, Lexi. That's all I'm saying. I think out of all this conversation, shit, I think. <laughs> I'll I think you should do special day. effects and I think it will sell you on the production. That's all I'm saying. You should be okay. on it. You should make it good. But it translates from film to fucking stage. It's a, it's a whole different aspect. I did Sweeney Todd. It's Tog. usually stage. I know. That's fucking great. I, I fucking love Sweeney Todd.
1: But you know, like, I I, once again, I like Sweeney Slexi. Todd. Well, the I'm beauty of Sweeney Todd was like, okay, like I did, the, when I did a stage production of Sweeney Todd and they were like, we're going to do the stage production of Sweeney Todd. But they were all hot and heavy for the movie and they were like we want to do we want to do blood effects and i said no you want to do the ribbon and they were like no we don't we want blood effects and i was like no one's going to see that shit from the fucking audience and i was like the ribbon is beautiful and like you know what i'm talking about right in the original mm-hmm. play of sweeney todd they use a ribbon for the, the th- throat slit yeah the throat no. yeah when they slice it's the throat so good and it's, I was like I fucking it's a stage love that. effect it's, it's a, a stage effect, effect. and I great. was like it's you great. need to yeah. keep that I'm like you need to keep that do in it. there and I'm like it's a beautiful stage effect and he wanted like fucking apparatuses and stuff and Jacob's over here because he's like you know in effect school and he's like well, we're gonna build this we're gonna do that and I'm like over here and I'm I'm, an person, Jacob. And I'm like nah, man. I I'm like, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and we're gonna whatever and then it was like after that I went and worked on Les Mis and that was yeah. such a raw natural theater experience and I was like this is what I miss and I you know I grew up In musical theater, like I was a singer and I stage production, and like I love the purity of theater and I love the raw, visceral experience. And then, you know, stage makeup. People are like, "Oh, I want to do my makeup." I'm like, "You gotta make this shit heavy. You gotta make it look weird. You look weird when you have stage makeup in front of a person and Mm -hmm. stuff like that." People don't realize like how stage is so different process than TV and theater and stuff like that. And so. That whole idea of transferring something like Stranger Things that's just so manufactured. Like, it's not even a TV show, it's a heavily processed, manufactured TV show that uses heavy filters, heavy saturations, heavy. Everything, like there's very little to there's that show. There's a lot show, of creative it's, it's not. It it's not all executives. It's not
3: all executives and, all no, executives and producers. Though, I mean, like that, I have seen, despite I have seen the fact the, that it's nostalgia heavy, like that a not. lot of this is the Duffer
1: Brothers and the way they feel right. really nostalgic. I and saw the, the Broadway Brothers, production. I believe of, in them. I believe in uh, them. Phantom. When I was a like kid growing up in Toronto. And I did some shit in that that I just did not think was possible. They brought lightning out on the stage and shit like that. That's what I'm just, and I'm yep. like, that shit blew Great. my mind run, as a kid. Yeah, and I good. never thought you'd yeah, yeah. do Change things like the whole that. aspect. Like, yeah, so I know I know that you can make an entire theater come alive. You can have every shake. single aspect of that theater move and shake and like you can really bring it. Maybe to someday, life. Rachel. But I don't. I don't think three parts. <laughs> Taco Bell. I don't think three parts is the way to go. And I, I don't think, be- think like. It could be cool. Stranger be cool, Things is, the, is the, the product to do it with. I think maybe a an original piece that's designed for this or what? I don't know what. Uh, there's a lot of really creative stuff being done in theater right now, like things like Six. That was a creative piece. That, I mean, Whoa. that's not based I on saw anything. That, I saw that
3: one. Yeah. I don't really well, care so the, much about the, the Beetlejuice though,
1: one because that's still based on an IP. I like to see more original pieces, so like I don't re- really like people going and grabbing that shit. Six, six
3: is regardless. What
1: I, what I want to see live. Yeah. Re- yeah. Regardless
0: of it, it's 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 monumental. It's changing. It's game changing for theater, and it's happening. I mean, of course, they haven't officially. They, they they leaked this today before it actually debuted. So it makes me think that the idea is going to happen. It's going to move forward, and hopefully, it. It, hopefully, it's a good thing for theater because theater mm-hmm. needs a big win, especially after COVID, because they almost killed theater. And for me, I'm like, well, take that IP that's huge, make yeah. it into theater, and then you know, hopefully, it can save theater so people do mm-hmm. not give up on that because it is a great avenue for entertainment. I do never want to lose it because it it, it it created a love for me for acting, and I hope that it doesn't stop people being entertained because people deserve something that makes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go out, get dressed up, have a good time, and just fucking love being with people and be entertained. Well- Keep it going, keep it going. But you know what, Lexi, they're gonna keep going. Ocean's 11, because Ocean's 11, Uh Ocean's 13, 12, all that shit, it's all moving forward because (laughs) George Clooney came forward recently and he's like, hey everybody, I'm doing more oceans. It's happening, it's moving forward, it's going down. If you don't want it, you don't need it, you don't want to see it, you're gonna still get it because George Clooney said they have a great script going forward. And of course they had the spinoff. They had the spinoff opening Ocean's 8. They actually pretty well, like 270 some million dollars. Did really well actually all-female cast we'll see It spin-off they did oceans 11 12 13 with the original cast and people loved it did they all made money fun heist movies very fun but the idea was well we'll go branch out into having an all-female cast which i think is great like why not it's a heist movie the end of the day it's just a heist movie they all are I, there's no frank sinatra anymore he's fucking been dead for a long time we can't bring him back so like this changes, this us make it better. I love me some Frankie. I love Brad Pitt. I love George Clooney. I love the, the next guest like Kristen Wick was in there. I think it was like a uh, um. There's like Sandra Bullock. I think it was in there. There's a lot of people in there like Aquafina was in that in that female version. But George Clooney came forward. and He was like, "Hey guys, we actually have a script." And he's saying in a recent interview, he was talking to Uproars, and he was like, "Yeah, we have a script." <laughs> And he goes, it's it's fucking awesome, he says. He's in the script, is like, there are oceans.
3: good one, Rachel. Ocean's yeah. 15, home. I like
0: that, Rachel, I like that. But Clooney did not give any concrete information about this, but he did say, that it's gonna take place after Oceans 13. Of course it will. And you know they had Ocean's 8, so maybe you, you know what? Tie them together. He didn't say that, but tie them together somehow because it was supposed to be like somebody's daughter. I think it was I think it was George Clooney's character's daughter in the Ocean's Eight. Like tie them all together, make it happen. Steven Soderbergh, come have him come back and direct it, have Clooney be there, be fucking Clooney Batman, Clue Batman, whatever they call him in days these days, Matt Damon, Don Cheadle, Casey Affleck. He's got some problems, but whatever. Bring him back. You know, have them do this. And the last one, it was a big spin-off. It did well, but bring them all back. Make it happen. Warner Brothers needs a win, too. Of course, we talked about earlier. They might eventually sell off to Universal. That's something that's in the works. And the script's there. It exists. And Clooney says it's good. So, like, let's do more, maybe. I don't know. Sonnenberg has not been attached to it. Again, one of those things, Justin, that he did the original ones and Clooney did not confirm or deny if he's involved but he did say that there is a solid script and everybody's talking about coming back of course you there's some people you you just you just, you just can't bring back because they have um you know, passed away but you can still bring everybody else, huh it, happen- it
3: happens it happens yeah. it happens it's a yeah. sad yeah. fact of life yeah and the grave isn't a it's body
0: you know it's a sad fact of life <laughs> but for me I'm like it's a, it's a fun franchise. It started that's good, before. That's
3: a good point. A good point. If, you, um, if you didn't see him die on screen, right. They didn't yeah. die like that's they that's one of my top it. rules of setting look,
0: look at the fast movies lexi like how they fucking do that shit too like maybe you just have it figure out where yeah. you just work it out where you don't have to maybe maybe you do something but the idea is like just just if it, if it works well if people love it make it happen run did you ever watch these movies do you want to see an oceans 14 because we had 11 12 13 14 or do you think that if Clooney's right maybe they should do something i mean the script's there so do you think that he's going to make
2: it work with both of them or just it'll just be like a continuation? I, uh, I have a feeling it'll be some sort of a continuation. Um, I think they're going to all jump back into their roles. You know, like you said, Brian, it's a heist movie. You know what to expect, but you don't know how they're going to deliver it which I think is part of the fun. Um, You kind of know what you're gonna get when you go there. I loved Ocean's 8 because I loved uh, that it was that female aspect of it, which was great. And the boys on the oceans, I mean, they they deliver. You know, you you go there, you get some entertainment, they deliver. Um, Is it gonna solve the problems of the world? Absolutely not. Are you gonna be able to to see Brad Pitt without a shirt? Maybe so. (laughs)
0: You probably will see Brad Pitt with his shirt off, Ron. That'll probably be the right. uh, first scene in the intro hey, that's, credits. That's the price <laughs> of
3: admission alone right there. I, absolutely. He'll be
0: like, you know what, I'm doing it, but I have to start the movie off with my shirt off. Uh, yes, exactly. But, but, you know, because you know, I'm showing you guys I still got it. But but, Ron, you hear about this, and you think that, you know, because they tried to reboot. We had this whole thing with Ghostbusters before, where Ghostbusters, they went to the female cast, and now they're going back to the male cast. Do you think it's problematic or do you think that maybe they can find a way to bridge that gap and make it work? So it's like, you know, we tried it before. Maybe we find
2: a way to make it work for both people, you know, both groups. I think with this franchise, it it can absolutely work. Um, and I think with the money that's probably going to be thrown at this production, you can absolutely make it work. Yeah. Are you excited about this? Do you want to see this? I am no I, I think that's cool i think it'll be a lot of fun it's a fun movie like a 007 it's a fun movie you know and it's a great cast overall yes i think it, i think it is a very fun cast
0: and i think that overall i think like, like at this point i mean everyone's gonna there's gonna be there's gonna be some people that'll be like no we don't want to see it i get that i always get that but i think that you know it's a, it's a big fanfare cast and uh Clooney's great Clooney, they've all gotten older of course this is what happens we all get older yeah. that's what happens that's life you know, isn't
3: isn't aging as well as Clooney. (laughs) Hey, Rachel, Clooney (laughs) is like, Clooney is taking, I
0: don't know Clooney's kind of injections in his face he's doing, and we're kind of like, uh, secret serums he's taken, but he's got something working out that's it's
3: making the him stay. So it's got to be all the pranks keeping it him got to be, right? Keeps Clooney's out. aging like so, fine that's...
1: wine. He looks so <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, you are whoa, Racer X. Whoa, whoa, Racer Lexi. Oh, 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 I fucking, Clooney's oh. fucking amazing. Um, Racer she's X, right. I have some pictures Pitt, of the original, but oh, this is a remake. of Remake. Like, Pitt looks like shit right now. He looks so oh, bad. Leave
0: Brad Pitt alone. Leave Brad Pitt alone. Leave Brad Pitt alone.
1: But like, I mean, well, I don't he, first of all, he's been acting like a piece of shit, so he doesn't really deserve much praise right now. Anyway, so but you want to see this, I, huh? No, not at all. I, I, <laughs> first of all, I hate That's heist hard. movies. Soderbergh really is the king of heist films. I will give him full credit for making the best heist movies, and I still fucking hate heist movies. Like they're just—they're so fucking smug and pretentious, and they're so up their own ass. Like no disrespect to my panel of guys here but like there's a set of (laughs) middle-aged white men that are so i I don't want to speak i don't want to speak for
3: ron but as a a middle-aged white man i'm fully aware of exactly how far up my own ass i'm just like (laughs) they are so fucking excited about this like i'm like there's no
1: other demographic that these movies are really for i'm like i just like i can't i don't know i don't know if
3: that's true i think they have i think they have broad uh, cross demographic appeal they got some strong-eyed penis in that's all i'm saying (laughs)
1: The best Otterberg movie is his remake of Solaris. Like, that's his best movie.
2: I'm saying I penis. I know. I penis. penis.
1: We're going to make t-shirts like
0: that someday.
1: But Lexi, you're right. Like, you know, it's. And that's true. The original Gone in 60 Seconds is one of the best heist movies ever. And the remake is excellent. And I really, really like the Italian job, the original Italian job. That movie's ending is fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's one yes. of the best endings ever. And one of the best car movies ever. Like the car series okay. are so fucking phenomenal. I know you don't
0: want to see this Lexi, but Mike is so excited, I can tell. He is like jumping out of his underwear right now. (laughs) Go ahead. You want to see, he's been telling me all day, he wants to talk about this. So Uh, Mike, what do you
3: think about this Ocean's 14 coming forward, huh? I, I was going to jump out of my underwear whether you, you brought up this particular topic or not, Brian. <laughs> uh, we had some, we had some questions in the chat. I think I think uh, when when you when you said Frank earlier, you might have been were you talking about Frank Sinatra or Frank okay, well, Ocean? I yeah, I was. I love Franky. Yeah, friend. I think I think it was. A, it was a Frank Sinatra always. A, I wish I met not him. a Frank Frank Ocean reference. Mm. Um, what we had, we had some uh Clooney discussion just a couple of days ago. Like, he, that's why he I have doesn't want to don the Batman nipples, so he's okay. got to
1: do something with his in that picture. Look he's how good, good he looks in that picture. Wait, Damn, who you talking you, picture. you talking, George Clooney. you talking Frank? Look at him. That's not George Clooney. Who is that? That's not George Clooney. No, that's fuck no, uh,
0: uh, Dean Martin. Oh, that's not, man, that's not hot Dean that Martin picture. either. who is Who the hell is that? Wow, we're all great failing Frankie, my friend Frankie. Frankie totally. Sinatra my, oh, my boy. boy in the alcohol Who is that? <laughs> um
3: yeah I don't, I don't recognize that guy that's that's another one of those damn uh, they are basically about stealing. guys uh no I think I honestly I someone in the just, chat can correct us please please yeah, correct us all it's a Friday it's a <laughs> Friday, I, I, it's I, a think Friday. That, I think that the heist the heist movie is just is just such an easy like drink a, anti-authoritarian anti-hero like kind of thing that everybody it's it's completely apolitical it's just like the hee 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 i'm trying to get away with something like let me sneak into this place where these people have all these resources and just robin hood it up uh, i i actually i do like the just as a very like broad um movie going experience i think that these are these are very very fun lighthearted entertainment opportunities uh, so, and you know I basically I think what like uh 11 was great 12 was also great 13 I uh, yeah i think I think was fairly decent and it has nothing to do with the writing like or anything like I think it it's just a great uh it it's just a great genre to to work with it oh, and, and you it doesn't have to you don't have to you don't have to come up with like particularly tricky <laughs> dialogue or anything you but just George need Cody to have that. like <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. I, I think you just need to come up with like with one tricky moment to have a, a twist at the end to make the whole thing worthwhile. I mean, to, Ron, can to, it work to, to me, can but, it work, but, but I am about I'm work. about populist entertainment like that.
2: It can totally work. What what studio is it? Uh I think it's still the same. Is it Sony, I think?
0: Okay. I think it's no. Sony. No.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they could, could use Warner, Warner Brothers. Is it Warner Brothers? I'm I in my notes be here. totally wrong, but I, I thought it was. I think it is Warner Brothers, actually, Lexi. I, I will say that I'm a I guys. am not personally a fan. I think the first Oceans 11 is a brilliantly written film that is incredibly yes, well acted. It's, it's an all star cast. The cast is phenomenal. It is, you know, incredibly well done for a heist film. It's probably one of the best heist films ever made. It's probably one of Soder- Soderbergh's best works, as far as i concerned. But I just—it's it's one weird. of those films that doesn't need a sequel. You know, like I just don't see why one. you make more and more and more. <laughs> it's three though, and it got like snippery. I agree. Like I never understood how an uh, an IP came out of it. I really felt like it was its own kind of thing. Frank Sinatra. I mean? We
0: started with Sinatra, and then
3: Sinatra and the whole fucking Rab Pack. It, we yeah, yeah, did a money. remake, isn't
1: it? It made money,
3: so yeah. executives said, "Hey, could you do this?" <laughs> Right
1: writer said, yeah, really? yeah, I can fucking do that. I can do that really? all day. And they started writing new versions of it. I right? think it's more deserving of a sequel than a lot of things like train spotting. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I like the trade spotting yeah,
1: yeah. sequel. I, I I mean I I like. I didn't watch you, it.
3: dude. Lexi, it Lexi you got you to get on. You have a high level of artistic integrity. You've got to get on this show with <laughs> with Warren, with Warren, because you guys are going to get into like a, you know a, a discussion about uh, about in, integrity and what the what it means to have a responsibility to your movie going audience. We're going to need more time with her and Warren though, because Warren. I love Warren, but
0: he talks
2: a lot. I love Warren. He's oh, a great God. guy. Maybe it was Warner Brothers. Plan. It was Warner Brothers Lexi. Thank you. Hey, I Warner Brothers. There we yeah. go. That's yeah. fact
0: checking everybody on Cruise. We do it. We do it to ourselves. It's great. Without um, anybody like, even noticing. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we do it all the time. Uh Racer X, uh, is anyone excited about another Oceans film? Uh I, I think, I think, honestly, another day, you bring these people back after all this time, I think it'll sell tickets they will do well and i think oceans will continue on. they'll probably do one maybe two uh but at least one and then we ride off in their distance let it be until they have the next reboot because it will happen unfortunately the caliber i mean they're all big actors involved in this i mean look at the uh, Clooney and brad pitt and the people involved don Cheadle, like there's really great actors and attach this that are playing the same characters of sinatra of the day you know but i think that it's great. Let's just do it. Why not? Yeah. Clooney wants to do it. Make it happen. Make it fucking happen because end of the day, yes, it is another reboot. It is what happens. But there he's
1: are reboots George Clooney though. He's, he's fucking so sexy Clooney. Let him I be. I know him. he Lexi. is. I'm not making fun of him, but I'm just like Let how him old him is be. he like I how think I he's old. these old fucking movies can you make I think he's as old as Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy is
0: coming back because <laughs> oh Eddie Murphy cannot will not, memory. won't stop. And he's that coming back. Danny Kane Lane, back to Axel for another edition of Beverly Hills Cop. And now let's you, to to our feature story of the night. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Eddie Murphy is coming back. We talked this before. Did actually well for the channels we're talking about again because the trailer came out the the you know it's like a teaser but it's still pretty much a trailer of beverly hills cop 4 axel f and netflix picked this up again he shopped it around it didn't work out too well netflix eventually picked it up and this is the fourth beverly hills cop finally moving forward a lot of people moving forward with this netflix finally gave the official announcement about what it's about what's going on what's happening very similar to the rumors before. But again, after his daughter's life is threatened, Taylor Page is playing his daughter, and Axel Foley team up in a new partnership with Joseph Gordon Levitt, JGL, friend of the show, and uh, old pals. Billy Rosewood, who plays by Judge Reinfeld, and also John Taggart, John Ashton and turn up the heat and uncover a conspiracy and the whole Los Angeles Beverly Hills crew of cops. So it's coming out summer of 2024. We had our last update on this. We had no idea what was coming out again. We had just rumors shit like that. I know JGL is there. JGL is fucking awesome, by the way. I love JGL. I worked from like multiple movies. Fucking great. I I watched some channels come like, you can't call him JGL, John you Go fuck yourself. You can call him JGL because that's what he says. They're calling him like Joe Goo or some shit. I'm like go fuck yourself. He's JGL. Joe He's a great. Yeah, it was the most bullshit they have ever heard. Like, like, the, the, like the baby, like the baby Yoda. Has- As we're going, Mike, I'm going to shout these bitches out because you know what? Fuck them. Um, JGL, my friend, I know him. Fuck you, John Campia. JGL is great and he's an awesome performer. He's an amazing person. He fucking kills it. And Eddie Murphy's coming back and I'm very happy to come back. 1984 was the first one 1984 1987 second one and 1994 was the third one and people went nuts but of course you have the original cast coming back 2024 summer it's coming out I'm excited about it I don't know if it'll be shut down from this trailer but we're going to watch trailer together we're going to try so hard and I hope it works out because there is some notorious B.I.G. And uh, you know, and that might, might might shut us down. And there's Mike's Mike's original tune is not it? so I think it'll be fine. <laughs> That's Mike true. I, I did
3: in. I did write the Beverly Hills Cop theme, so thank my, you for giving me credit, Brian. I, I won't right, shut you down. I, I won't like I want, uh, appeal to a YouTube. To the YouTube gods over this. Thank you for the. Ron is no, but we had a whole conversation about
0: this when I was in, like, earlier younger age. Mike was came up with a guitar. He's like, or a bass guitar. He's like, is this is this cool? He's like, bum, bum 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 bum. I wrote da, it. It was, bum, it, was like, like, <laughs> it was an original. It was <laughs> an original. It
3: was original. Two thousand one. <laughs> I thought he was fucking huh? <laughs> with me.
0: I thought I, he's like, he's like, is that cool? I'm like, that's Beverly Hills Cop, bro. Right. Um, it, it's it's okay but you know the new trailer came out we're going to talk about it. we're trying to, try to watch it if we get <laughs> shut down you let us know we'll go right to our chat but here is the trailer for beverly hills cop 4 let's watch it i almost admire you still on these streets running and cutting it. I'm just just doesn't get to you
3: there is Mike. My... There it is. I hope I'm getting paid for this. And that your head can't I'm gonna be fine. They love me at Beverly Hills. Detective be De Foley. You ever read your own five shootouts? Start the piece.
2: A lot. Please tell me you didn't get arrested again. Twice, but I broke out. I'm rolling, rolling,
3: back, back. We put our lives on the line, Every day. And for what? Comes with the job if you're doing it right.
0: Mm. Yeah, babe! A lot
3: of action. A lot of good. A, A lot of action. So,
2: how many people have you pissed off
3: so far? Well, I haven't pissed off anybody. Yeah, 50 50. 50 50. Is it that high? So far. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mike they owe you money they owe you money Mike they owe you money um for me I I love the originals I'm going to Ron first on this because Ron did you watch these movies before did you love them do you want to see a fourth one come for him? he's 60 what 62 years old does it does it work for him these days or do you think that he's just doing a, a money grab
2: well i feel like that trailer i just watched the whole movie so i'm fine with that great i've seen it <laughs> right. um, I, watched, okay. I, I watched the original in 84 you said that was 84 uh, 84 the first one yeah my first year of college um i loved it i did love it i love just and, and i didn't see the others because i wasn't interested it was just okay i saw it unlike everything else i say with other movies but yeah i just i it didn't captivate me and this does, does not i well i just saw it so so, Ron, you see that, right? The first time seeing it, do
0: you think that uh, all the people that saw this when they were, you know, younger, 84 to now, do you think it will <laughs> bring a new audience to the Beverly Hills Cop
2: franchise? I don't. No. I don't think any of people my age really care about seeing it.
0: So do you think that, w- was there a point for Eddie Murphy to make this?
2: Uh, yeah, money. <laughs> 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 do you they, know how much you probably, probably paid? Yeah, I it just, he hasn't been doing anything, so yeah. He's hes very big in the streaming world this day, these days, I should say, so
0: do you think that, um, do you think there's like even a niche for him to keep doing
2: this, or do you think that Eddie Murphy needs to leave his past in the past? I don't see the niche, I really don't. I, I just, I, I saw the appeal of the first show, I just don't see um, Axel Foley followers, you know? I don't see it becoming a Broadway play, I just don't. <laughs> and this whole production is about his daughter ron so his daughter
0: apparently is very involved do you like that idea of and there's a murderer there's a whole thing with his daughter and she's trying to help him solve the case is that any kind of world you want to see no i don't care <laughs> <laughs> no. the official the official tagline is his daughter's life is threatened
1: and then oh, no. she comes in I know she what comes in it? Ron and he's got a helper Wait, a you help mean, are you saying his years. daughter in the movie I thought you meant like his daughter no. in real no. life was like in the movie in the movie that would be an interesting daughter I, I was, was like I thought you were like oh his daughter was like involved in the production so he's all excited I was like oh that's his daughter Oh, Axel awesome. Foley's daughter. Shit. who cares so so yeah. officially the official
0: tagline after his daughter's life is threatened she taylor page and foley team up with a new partner good old jgl jgl not joe go what the fuck you want to say john Golden yeah oh, cool. and old pals billy rosewood judge Reinfeld, and uh john taggart john aston team up to you know cause some heat and uncover a conspiracy inside the lapd um, I like the idea of going into it. I, I, I think that, I mean, I love, I love Eddie Murphy. His germaphobe, he has had a whole thing where he's had trouble on set. I get that. I still love him. I think he does a great job. Uh, this stream is uh, to disappear like merchandise. Um, oh, uh, Zach, Zach, you fucking get it all the time. Because because we showed because we showed the trailer, right? Yep. Yeah, money sure laundering did. scheme. <laughs> um, we, we didn't show it. Uh, everybody's showing it. Um, I actually love the, the, the work, um, before I move on to Mike Ron, the, the work of the music and Tori's big taking it back to like eighties,
2: nineties. Does it, does it help bring nostalgia? I mean, you know, what it, it, it gave me nostalgia for like a second. And then I moved on. It wasn't um it wasn't Winona Rider. <laughs> you know that just like when I heard about that was straight I'm going way back but um it was nice it was a little feel-good feeling with that movie that um that Mike wrote I wrote that song that Mike wrote um like a great song Mike wrote a great song <laughs> but it wasn't enough.
0: I love Mike's rendition of that it's, it's it's so good I wish I could actually bring the original riff to life right now for our audience and our fans and our friends um yeah, I know, right, Mike? As a performer, that you created this music and you, <laughs> you, you, you love allegedly, Beverly Hills Brian. Cop allegedly. And they you off. I don't,
3: don't want to get in uh, any more trouble than we're in. Mike, again.
0: Uh, Mike, is this is this sell you on this movie, or are you s- not sold? What do you, how do you feel about Beverly Hills Cop Four? Axel F moving forward, and it's not going to theaters again. Not going to theaters straight to netflix they were supposed to go to i think it was amazon before because eddie Murphy works for amazon a lot and then it, they were passed on it and went when to you want
1: 80s nostalgia bullshittery netflix is the place <laughs> to go cobra kai stranger things beverly hills coffee Woo! careful you're, you're gonna get it's hired standard. if you
3: keep talking like that Lexi. <laughs> netflix you're you're hired you just
1: jig around in it and go what's next <laughs>
3: I, uh Okay, so I, I think that Eddie Murphy isn't going to be doing anything that he doesn't want to do. That said, I mean, I think he's such a pro and he's got so much cachet within the industry that, like, I don't know that it's necessarily that much of an expenditure of effort for him to just reboot, like, uh, a massive series like this. Uh His, like, so so I, I, I see something like this, like, it's a comedy reboot, and I think, like, oh, it's, well, you know, like, it's not It's not going to cost a lot of money. It's going to at least make its money back. But then I see a trailer like that, and I'm watching the cars start to flip. And I'm seeing that there's, you know, actors that command paychecks that are being involved. And I'm a little <laughs> surprised. Um, so, you know, I don't know how it works with Netflix uh, getting how, how they need to make their numbers. They obviously don't publish their numbers. Um, they do not. They said they're gonna so, do more so transparency could, now, but I don't believe be, it. it. It could be that this is a kind of project, and this makes sense to me. That that wouldn't uh, wouldn't get people off of their buttocks in into chairs in theaters to sit on their buttocks and watch this. But you know, over over say the course of a year or whatever, basically everybody's gonna say like oh yeah okay well Beverly Hills Cop 4 like Eddie Murphy's funny like why don't I just put this on so I I don't know how those numbers work what makes it worthwhile for Netflix but I have a suspicion that their that their algorithm is tight enough that they say oh okay in in the long run Eddie Murphy is going to get the eyeballs on the screen and if they're selling you know if, if they're selling ad time which is garbage like never buy ad time on any of the streaming services like don't <laughs> let that toxifying force into your house oh. but if, if that uh if that mathematics works for them then yeah because because i would watch this streaming if i still had netflix which i don't i i would watch it at some point within the next 18 months so i can see how it might make sense for them fiscally
0: i think though overall they've done very well this kind of world we've already had those discussions back and forth about how they picked up like Lexi said Cobra Kai but you find a way to bring that 80s nostalgia back around and I think that Eddie Murphy said he goes he's he's held off on this for a long time but Brookheimer came on Jay Brookheimer came on he like they did Mission Impossible They've done, of course, Top Gun, Maverick did very well. And he's like, This is why I signed on. This script burned for a long time. And he's like, This is why I did it. I'm, you know, honestly, the trailer is a trailer, it's a teaser, they're saying, but I wanna believe in Brookheimer. I wanna believe that it will be good. And I wanna believe that Eddie Murphy's not selling out. But maybe he is. Lexi, no, no, is he, he selling he out? Could have, he
3: could have pulled the trigger on this at any time that he wanted to. Like he, Eddie there, Murphy will pull that trigger. That disagrees with that. He like, will pull that trigger. He
0: will pull it. He will fucking grab it. He will hold off and he will not do what he wants. What he doesn't want to do.
1: That's Eddie, what I think. Eddie murphy's not capable of selling out anymore. I think mm. like he's not. Lexi, there you so do you go. think so Lexi Dave was Lexi, where he played the job? Le- well, so funny Rubac that Because that's the movie I want a sequel to is Meet Dave. Yeah, that would be great. Oh shit. And, that's no the hot take Lexi. That's no a joke, hot take. That movie was fucking awesome. That's a hot dog. <laughs> I know nobody no, liked nobody nobody else me told told before. that. Movie. that movie. Nobody likes it. That was like the weirdest shit I've ever seen. I'm like I fucking love this movie. It's like it's just a giant robotic Eddie Murphy that comes down and it's just like can't get his shit together because it's full of little tiny people that can't drive him. I was like, this is so fuck up. I fucking love this movie. I'm like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, it's not a good movie. It's so fucking dumb, but I fucking love it. Like, it depends on your definition of good. Right. Like, I was like, I had fun with it. You know what? I've never said anything like it before that's right that's something there and i definitely think like eddie murphy wasn't a bad choice for it because you know he's so diverse as an actor i i loved him in um uh what was the one where he's a vampire vampire in brooklyn that was a great vampire Yeah. there you go. yeah excellent film like i was a big eddie murphy fan growing up uh golden child's one of my all-time favorite films like when i was a little kid i used to love that movie used to watch it all the time but i never watched any of the beverly hills cop stuff i actually watched oh, you never like, seen him no i actually feel like the stuff that i watched from eddie murphy was more of like his weirder obscure films Look, see, i'm surprised that. i thought you'd be all up in this world i've never seen that coming to america i've never seen um what uh yeah i've never seen uh, beverly hills cop what was it what 84 you what? said it came out i was two so i know but still, I, I was i, I was born in 84. i, I was grew up born in a 84. family i didn't i watch love this murphy like, i have, i've never seen uh the lethal weapon films i don't watch comedy cop oh. films like that's not but i will say though huge police academy fan don't it's know fun, why. Let's just take it to like, everybody big place. Yeah. Right I now. watch the cartoon all the time. I've seen every Place Academy movie, right down to like the most recent ones where they went to like Moscow and <laughs> all that kind of shit. I like those movies. I don't know why. And I really like um anything with Leslie Nielsen. So all of his weird, oh, like spy hard movies and I love shit like all those. that. I love those all movies those. are so funny. Like but uh, like that's about my le- and I love airplane and all that kind of shit like that. So anything Leslie Nielsen I watched. But um like I never got into 80s cop. I kind of movies and stuff like that so this isn't for me um and i don't know anybody oh, who was oh, ever into God. it but it's for my
0: residuals that's what it's, it's for an, yeah. it's
1: one of those films that has enough of a staple in like the lexicon of our lives that i have enough of an understanding of it that i can i can tell you stuff from it without have seen it like you know i'm hanging off of the, the ride at the amusement park and like i know the car from it and i know like all the the shit it's like it's oh, enough my, it was of, great you know what I mean? Like, I know the film well enough that I don't need to see the film. You know, it's kind of like The Matrix, one of those yeah. kind of deals, like, okay. it's 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 important, but I don't feel a need to rush out and give it to myself I mean, in my life. But I definitely well, think Netflix. that he has been suffering in his career in like, I would say, the last 20 years. And it's really been shocking to see how how hard his downfall was, because as someone in the chat mentioned Pluto Nash, Pluto Nash killed his career. And he was already struggling a little bit before that film. Like, he was already having a massive downfall. But that movie just bankrupt him. And he put a uh-huh. lot of time and effort into that film. And that was the film that basically, like, he didn't have much I mean, to come back from that. And then he well. didn't meet Dave. And meet Dave was even worse for his career. And, then, uh, and so, like... Him. That was like it, and I think like there was like a good ten period, ten year period there. where We didn't see shit from Eddie Murphy, and he went into like just complete conspiracy. hiding, and then he tried to have his music career come back, which was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. His music I love Eddie Murphy. Never Hardy, succeeded to time, begin with, Hardy, but then like he tried Ron, to bring he all the time back he had, again. Like the, was it 2010? So tried to do that again? He did the <laughs> remix. Yeah. But yes.
0: Wow. Yes. I love that. So yeah.
1: it, it was just like I just like it was so funny to see him like try to bring his music back. while then I was like. Fuck wants that. Norbert never happening. He started doing this stuff, and I was like, I think there was a point with him where he thought, like, I'm better than this. I don't need to be doing sequels to my own films, and I don't need to be doing all this kind of stuff because they approached him with stuff like this many times in the past. He was like, They have. I don't need this. I'm better. He said, I won't do it. He said there was a point that Eddie Murphy was way up here. And he yes. would be like, no, I'm not touching that. I'm not doing that. And he had the power to say what he could and couldn't do and what he wouldn't do. I mean, there's like all kinds of like stories about Eddie Murphy back in the day of like the power he had and like the shit that oh, yeah. he would do and stuff. But he felt yeah. so fucking hard that he is at a point in his life where he's got no money. He's, he's doing candy cane lane now. You know? well they're like they're it like hey well killing. you want to do a beverly hills cop it was all right like, it was all right he's like yeah i need money i'll do beverly hills cop four yeah. and he doesn't even look like he's giving a bad performance in this movie he looks like he's giving a quality performance in this film but does this look like a movie that's worth watching absolutely not no fucking way this looks like another I mean, netflix it. bullshittery that like based on 80s nostalgia that they keep dipping into the pot they keep digging out yeah. it doesn't look like anything that anybody I wants just... I don't think, again, there's, Medi- like, Mediocrity, ask, I think
3: I think Mediocrity I just wish I come is to the theaters. name
1: of the game. <laughs> with this <kind> of a- <laughs> I wish yeah. you were coming to demographics theaters. Don't love this. No I love
0: Eddie love Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy. I wish you were coming to theaters, and I wish that it wasn't just, like, you know, because after all the trials and tribulations they have for this. I wish she just came to theaters and they didn't have this whole direct Netflix thing, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Eddie Murphy is Beverly Hills Cop 4 coming only in Netflix. Maybe they'll have a limited release on on theaters. Who knows? We all are divided on this, and I get it. I understand it. It's fucking Friday. we have been a great day, and I can't wait to see it. Anyways, everybody, thank you all for being here at Cruise yeah. Control. It's been a fucking day. We've been going way over. Love you all. Thank you so much for being here. Um, It's way over. Uh, Lexi, <laughs> oh, thank you for being here as always. You are Absolutely. my one of my favorite people in the world, and I, I'm happy you're here. So, uh, you know, we well, fucking keep kicking ass, Lexi. Can I say uh, something I real can.
1: quick before I go? Yes. Zach, you keep talking shit about me. You're the one that's going to go to hell with your racist, sexist comments that you love to make in the fucking chat. Uh-oh. You know... It is a weak mind that needs to go to those kind of jokes. You need to think harder about your humor. You're not funny. You're not cool. Just saying. Shut the fuck up sometimes. Go ahead.
0: I mean, as Peppy has said before, Zach sometimes has some hot... Weird takes. And, <laughs> yeah, we, all, uh, yeah. we
3: all gotta be. We all gotta be. You know, get get together in we, the comments. No need to be. Said, no need to be, on, be divisive in there, Zach.
0: We we're an online forum. We're hanging out together. We're having a good time. And I get we all disagree sometimes. That's what the world is. And um, that's why we're here on Cruise Control. We're just trying to talk about the entertainment
3: news. Having How about good? some of this love, like we're getting from Queen? Thanks, Queen. Or, or and slam as uh, as the Rachel
0: referred to you earlier. I like I like that guy. Zach, but sometimes you know, Zach is a tough for everybody Ronald Todd Woodward, thank you, you so much for being here, Ron. I love you so much. I thank you for being here every thank time you. you pop in. You are fantastic. Thank you so to take you long. You. Thank you. I'm so happy you're involved, Ron. Like you're like you know. Thank you. Like me too. You're, I, I, like you are one of my favorite people in the world. And that's why we became friends. I remember like when Ron, we were doing a, we were doing Harrison and Ron was like, Brian, you just posted something about like, you need a serial killer. I could do that. And I was like, fuck yeah, you can. And we were done. But I had no idea, you know, that he wanted to do that. And Ron is a great human being. And honestly, you got to check out at three G's because it really will inspire you to do, you know, a lot of things in your life. So thank you, Ron, for being part thank of the you. production. Uh, Honestly, I'm happy you're here. I love you, man. Thank I you so hope. much. Thank you. Yeah. Hope, hope you keep coming back. I hope you uh, so. keep inviting me. <laughs> well, we try. You know, we, we love you. I've we, never said um, that. You know, you have not. You have not. And that's why we love you. Honestly, that's we're all friends. Like Lexi, we're all friends. Yes. Um, Mike and Michael Thank Casey, you, Lexi. I. I've known Mike since I was like three or four years old, something like that, when our parents forced us to hang out together one day. (laughs) and became best
3: friends. Uh, It was it was a whole. Seven at the earliest, seven maybe eight. (laughs) It
0: it, might have been it might have been seven. We were fucking young though, and our parents said, "Well, uh, let's just make them hang out, maybe they become friends someday." And we did. So Mike Casey, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control. Thank you for uh, being my co-host. I appreciate you. Uh, my resident intellectual, one my, my best friends ever. Thank you for being crucial. Happy Friday! I, I for, appreciate you for always having me, guys. trying to bring the sorry everybody in joy. the chat.
3: I, I was trying, I was trying to be, uh, I was trying to be way as, as good as good as I could get in the comments up there. Hey, maybe next time I have a sinus infection and I need to blow my nose on camera, Brian won't blow up my <laughs> spot. Sorry, maybe that's some dream, but future oh. way in the future that that'll happen. Uh, it's it's honestly it, it's. It's great. It's great to get a chance to talk with you, Lexi, um, and and Ron. Your, oh, your industry, you. your industry prerogatives are are always, enlightening. So I really, uh, I really relish the opportunity to get to pick you guys' brains and bounce some stuff off you guys because nice. I think you both have really, really valuable.
1: Perspectives it was great working with you. I get to yeah. see you. Time. I never it. got to be with you before, so it's been a pleasure working with you. I always see you like.
3: Is is afar. it true? Inter- no, we we for sure we have for, for sure been on a couple episodes before, have we not, Lexi? I've been with you. I've not
1: been yeah, with him okay. before. Oh, so.
3: with with Ron. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Never no, yeah. been with, with Ron before, even. but ah! I've seen Ron
1: before. So I, this is my first time being with Ron. I was just saying it was, it was a good show. Was really I great. loved your perspective of things. I just,
2: you know, um, I I love that with people different different opinions of everything. And I, I definitely have you, a different
1: perspective. But I'm I, I, <laughs> I interested. We're
0: in all it. together. We're all together having a good <laughs> yes. time. And, and honestly we've gotten to this point and if it wasn't for all the subscribers up there being there we're at 800 and i would be 75 74 i have no idea but it
3: changes yeah sure guys let's, let's try and get to a thousand if you guys can yes. share it's like it's helpful yeah. it would be it would be let's incredible push. because we do have we have some st- really exciting stuff uh lined up for when we hit a yeah. thousand subscribers yeah. so so we're we're let's, let's try and get this tr- together.
0: We're trying to bring the news
3: to you, and a lot of productions uh, they don't they don't try
0: to be as serious as we are it's about putting a production out there for you. We're trying to push a production. We're trying to push news. We're trying to push something that will be something that you will learn, you'll grow, and you'll be with us, and we'll all react together because we love everybody in the world, and you know we take all perspectives because we love that. That's what the world is, and as we grow. You'll have even more of that, and more entertain people, and you know what? We're all involved. It will just become bigger and bigger and bigger. And with your growth, honestly, we'll all be here. We'll never stop, and we'll bring even better news
3: to you. Oh well, so wait, Brian, Bri, I, pro- I promised this on Wednesday. This is a cut from yesterday, from Wednesday that I didn't get to. This is Sean. <laughs> what
1: are you talking about? This is all handshakes and hugs.
3: <laughs> and that's that's what we're about here at Cruise <clears throat> Control, is, is it not? and even though
0: like honestly you have have no idea like the the people we've had on honestly we've all worked in a lot of aspects you have i mean honestly we we push it we push you have no idea what they've gone through ron lexi mike what they've gone through we're here to show you a different perspective that you've never seen on youtube before so you gotta share it everybody you gotta tell everybody if you can Tell your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, your grandpas, all the people in your whole universe, your whole multiverse, they came around and they made you be a thing and they did not subscribe because you know what? They don't understand it, but they will understand it someday. And you got to make them understand that you got to tell them all the fucking chinchillas and the bears and the beavers and the fucking badgers and all the fucking black panthers and the fucking tigers and the bears and the all the fucking beavers. The beavers are fucking assholes sometimes because they build dams and they fucking put fucking walls up and you fucking push it down every fucking day until they subscribe they will eventually subscribe just along with all the fucking squirrels and the fucking gophers and all the fucking fucking bullshit motherfuckers that building fucking anything in your yard subscribe christian show <laughs> fill it up build up it, build up boom. up be there every day for you we're here money ones friday and we're gonna keep growing we, we love you so much so thank you so much uh sometimes i'm doing something bad whatever it is but we love you so much have a great weekend do your thing too legit to quit, make it happen. And when we come back fun. on Monday, uh just just bring some more love because we love the love that, that comes out of everybody. So, anyways, thank you so much for Christian Brian. Go home. I am drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really drunk. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. So you gotta tell all those chinchillas. Because some of them are good, some are bad. Anyways, have a good Merry night. Happy Friday, thank everybody. You love you guys. Until Monday, everybody. All we gotta say. See ya!